So let's begin this hour with accusations made by former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon. In a book obtained by The Guardian, Bannon described the Trump Tower meeting in June of 2016 between the president's son and a group of Russians during the election campaign as treasonous. Referring to the Russia investigation, Bannon is also quoted saying that they're going to crack Don Jr. like an egg on national TV. The meeting he was referring to was revealed by the New York Times that involved Donald Trump Jr. along with then-campaign chairman Paul Manafort and a Russian lawyer in Trump Tower. Bannon is quoted in a new book called Fire and Fury Inside the Trump White House reportedly based on more than 200 rather interviews with the president and his inner circle. It was written by Michael Wolf. This was quite a day in Washington, uh, talking there about President Trump and his former White House chief strategist, Steve Bannon. Um, close at one time today, the president issuing this statement. Steve Bannon has nothing to do with me or my presidency. When he was fired, he not only lost his job, he lost his mind. Steve was a staffer who worked for me after I had already won the nomination by defeating 17 candidates. Now that he's on his own, Steve is learning that winning isn't as easy as I make it look. Steve had very little to do with our historic victory, yet Steve had, had everything to do with the loss of a Senate seat in Alabama held for more than 30 years by Republicans. Steve doesn't represent my base. He's only in it for himself. Steve pretends to be at war with the media, which he calls the opposition party, yet he spent his time at the White House leaking false information to the media to make himself seem far more important than he was. It is the only thing he does well. Steve was rarely in a one-on-one -on -one meeting with me and only pretends to have had influence to fool a few people with no access and no clue whom he helped write phony books. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Condit. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is ready to overturn an Obama-era policy that helped pave the way to legalize marijuana in the states. Let's bring in CBS News Justice and Homeland Security correspondent Jeff Begays to start us off. Jeff, what does this mean for states like California, which just legalized recreational marijuana? Well, that's a good question, and frankly, DOJ senior officials that we spoke with really couldn't clarify that. So there's still a lot of questions about this, but let me just set up what has happened now. The Department of Justice has just issued a one-page memo which essentially rescinds Obama-era legal guidance on the enforcement of marijuana laws, federal marijuana laws. And so what this new legal guidance does, and again, it's just one page, so there aren't a lot of details there, but what it does, according to CEO, senior DOJ officials, is gives prosecutors in districts uh, more discretion in enforcing federal marijuana laws. Now, the question is, will that lead to more prosecutions in states that have legalized marijuana use? Well, senior DOJ officials couldn't really answer that question. They, they really don't know what this will mean. But one senior DOJ official did tell us that this is a return to the rule of law. All right, and we are back after a long... I know, I said the same every day. I know, I just like to come in on you. Um, long break. Very, very long break. It's about a month. 
no big deal. Yeah. Um, well, unless you just got done listening to episode 36. Yeah, it's like, what are you guys like, talking about? I guess time's relative. Or that re-release. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, lots happened. Lots happened. Happy 2018, everybody. New year. We got uh, yeah. Frank with us today and friend of the show, Dan. 2000 <laughs> collaborating. <laughs> there it is. Um, that's why we have them on the show, people. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, we've got lots of stories. I'm gonna have you pull your mic closer to you. There is it that is. good? Yep, Sorry. better, better. I'm looking <laughs> looking at the looking at the waves over some here. Bars going good. on. Good. Uh, this is this is fun radio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, a lot of stuff happened since we last did an episode. I, we apologize. Yeah, um, people got sick. A yeah, lot and of then it was Christmas, and then, then a know, computer uh, crapped out on us. Yep. Yeah, all and then I went on vacation. All kinds of, <laughs> um, all kinds of, all we kinds of problems. So we've got a lot to cover from December, which we we missed, and but we're gonna go ahead and start out with the the regular type stuff, the the biggest stuff, the biggest stories of the the last couple of weeks. Anyway, the last week. Um, firstly. We want to shout out to Joey B on Twitter um, for for throwing yep. some shade our way and well <laughs> Mitch's way. That's why it was I'm... correspondence. It wasn't shade. <laughs> correspondence. No, it wasn't. It was actually a good conversation. And I appreciate those. So yeah. Um, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll get, get into, into what he said in a little bit. Yeah, but a little yeah. bit later. So let's start out with the biggest story of the week, which right now I think is Fire and Fury. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard, but Steve Bannon talks some shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve Bannon talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Talks remember a, that guy, right? Talks yeah. a lot of shit. So. Um, I've got an article here from BBC and I'm just going to skim, I'm just going to skim through it. Um, but basically it is, I mean, most of it is just like the, the quotes, the the juicy quotes. Right. From yeah. the book. Some of, some of the excerpts that came out, this, this released yesterday. Um, yeah. Tell all book from, I guess, uh, Michael Wolf. Yep. So it was embedded within the White House and claims to have given interviews to Trump and everyone else. Yeah, right. 200 interviews of what he's claiming yep. he's based the book on. And uh, I know some people have come out and claim that they weren't on the record. And I think he's had a problem with that in the past, I've heard. Yeah. The author. Well, kind of like yeah, uh, Project I, Veritas, where they just kind of are like, hey, man, is this a nothing burger? And, you know, <laughs> they call it an interview and he's really just got a <laughs> hidden camera chilling in his. You right. Know. So BBC says the, that journalist Michael Wolff's fire and fury inside the, tri- the Trump White House also claims the president um, prefers to call his billionaire friends late at night. Some of this shit is going to be these goofy <laughs> – like I've already skimmed through this a little bit and some of these get into like – the, How many cokes the, he's drinking? The, well, I mean, so that, one that of them. Of apparently they, they claim in this that Trump he likes to eat Ma- at McDonald's because he's afraid of being poisoned. Um, that's so, an awesome so no one, claim. I don't yeah, care it's if like, that's true. Okay. So no one knows he's like he knows what the food meme. is, and that no one knows he's going to come to McDonald's. So there's yeah. no you know chance of five yeah. fifty an right. hour. Um, the let's see where it's it says. Can poison? Get out of here, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Trump contends he never spoke to Wolf, dismissing the book as full of lies um, or full of lies, um, misrepres- misrepresentations, and sources that don't exist. But the author has stood by his account, insisting that he had access um, the, and that he believes the president has no credibility. We know he had a little bit of access because, like, well, they, he was in the, have, they, they admitted yeah. that he yeah. was in the White House quite a bit. There you have know? been. Um, 
a couple of a couple of people in the book that have already come out and been like, no, I didn't say that or not in that context or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but did he also but say like that he Steve has Bannon, who <laughs> yeah. Steve Bannon's not saying that? Yeah, so yeah. I have heard something about recordings. Yeah, um, and, and I, the well, reason I, recordings are getting brought up is because what they were saying is like if you're right, if you're interviewing people, what whether you're a media outlet or whether you're an author or whatever, you're going to bring a tape recorder. Yeah. Right. No, one writes, fast, no can, one writes fast yeah. enough to keep up. And then you can right? transcribe later. So, um, and the fact that everyone has a tape recorder on their phone, you know, makes it super right. easy. So we'll, we'll see what comes of it, but let's, let's go through some of the things, um, claims. So the, some and of they, the claims. Well, actually, they yeah. rushed the release of the book. Did you guys see that too? Yeah. It, it, is that, it wasn't <laughs> supposed to come out until Tuesday, uh, Tuesday. And, and then, then and Trump then they, slapped yeah. a cease and desist order on the publisher <laughs> and, 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 like, okay, and then they rushed we'll it, it at midnight. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I knew that I knew that they did that. I know it became within like a couple hours became the top, the number one book on yeah. the Which, uh, New York Times. Uh, I started, the first I started thing. reading it and I'm through the first yeah, like couple chapters. First thing that, about the internet is anytime a celebrity has a picture that doesn't look good or they don't want someone to see it. Immediately, everyone's gonna see it. Right. It's the, the Streisand effect, yeah. is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> right. when, you try, when you try to silence something, you make it a bigger deal. So much bigger. It exploded. It probably would have never been seen the, besides. That Jennifer is actually Lawrence what it's called. Effect. I'm not making yeah. a joke. It's called the Streisand effect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. But only political dudes would probably have read this book if it wasn't for him freaking out and then yeah. pushing it to the top. The book right. has the worst. Have you seen the cover of it? The worst cover of all time. No, no I've like, heard some people say it's like I'm shit. pretty sure I can make it on, in like Donald Trump, paint in two seconds. Donald Trump being like being one to freak out and push things to a place right. where they don't need to go um, on a regular basis. This one, to me, kind of makes... Look, when we get into the claims here, like yeah. that, it makes sense why, if they weren't true, why you would be mad about them. Um, yeah. It also well, makes a lot of sense party. if they are true. Why yeah. you would be mad about I'm it? I'm sure it's going to be piss party 2.0, where it's just like he's peeing on hookers. <laughs> well, <laughs> here let's well, start. There's a... some pretty damning claims that he he never wanted to win the presidency. He didn't think he mm. could. Claims, um, which uh, we've heard see, before. We heard those... that before the election yeah. even happened. We were hearing that he wanted to start his own network, and that this is a conspiracy. And he probably didn't, didn't think he was going to win, and maybe yeah, and then Ivanka know, didn't want moment. him to win. Ivanka, the the yes. article, uh, like some of the Melania. Sorry, I think some of the claims. I agree with you to an extent that this has the potential to be Piss Party 2.0. Yeah, but it doesn't um, matter. People are. But I think there's going to be a lot of, th- like, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff to actually take an interest in. Like that is a little bit more interesting than Trump doesn't know what the KKK believes in anymore. Right. After protests in Charlottesville turned already or turned deadly in August, uh, Mr. Trump. Controversial. That's President Trump. <laughs> controversially condemned hatred, bigotry, and violent on many violence on many sides. He quickly came under attack for not explicitly condemning avowed racist. Blah 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 blah. You remember? Yep. Um. Privately, he kept trying. This is what the book claims. This is an excerpt here. Privately, he kept trying to rationalize why someone would be a member of the KKK. That is, they might. At, they might not actually believe what the KKK believed, and the KKK probably does not believe what it used to believe. And anyway, who really knows what the KKK believes now? In fact, he said, his own father was accused of being involved with the KKK. Not true. <laughs> and then in parentheses, it says, in fact, yes, true. Page 294. <laughs> um, so, to me, that doesn't, like, to me, that's, 
okay, that's a bomb, right? But yep. it's not. It doesn't affect it's, politics. It doesn't. I mean, affect, no. It's no juicier than any other like gossip that we're getting yeah. weekly. You know, well, it's like when it, we saw know. the Podesta emails. It was like Podesta really thinks Hillary Clinton's overbearing and like was talking shit on her. It's probably true, but. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. yeah it, doesn't... it says the book claims that the kids, Jared and Ivanka, exhibited increasingly panicked sense that the FBI and DOJ were moving beyond the Russian election interference and into family finances. Um, That'd worry me too, man. I'm just saying. Mr. <laughs> like... Mr. Kushner reportedly pushed for Mr. Comey's removal, which Trump allegedly handled without his top aides. Um, the president appeared to want people to believe that he had, in an act of strength, taken down the FBI director for personal reasons. Um, the president, in order to avoid embarrassing or embracing con- the conventional process, merely eliminated everybody else from his process. Um, this is what the book claims. For most of the day, almost no one would know that he had decided to take matters into his own hands, and the presidential annals firing the FBI director James Comey may be the most consequential move ever made by a modern president acting entirely on his own that's I mean that's the author yeah. you know so um, a, there are a lot of these with, yeah when it comes to Comey and that thing just read Hillary's book there's a lot of reasons <laughs> why Comey wasn't good she yeah. rails on him for like three hours straight on all the well, mistakes in, in, he made in the part of the book I've read they explicitly state that like that was what Trump when that happened, it almost like terrified Trump because it was the thing that yeah. they kind of, you know, precipitated him getting elected happening. <laughs> it happened right after the Billy Bush tape. It happened yeah. 11 days before the election. So it, it was like his saving grace. It was. I mean, there's no way else to look at it. Yeah. You know, it says the book set claims um, that <laughs> Comey is playing 40 chess. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> his, he was He's just, just a dingus. Maybe so. I yeah. like, I, I proposed that a year ago. Yeah. That like, yeah, you did, dude, yes. because He's like just got the thought, like, him. well, and the thought there with Comey is like, when you have somebody like Comey who has such a uh, such a availability to really pull some strings and do some, at least make you sweat a little yeah. bit, like you don't make an enemy with that guy. <laughs> and, and again, we, you know, we talked about it, Frank, um, during the week that. If that Trump had thought that firing Comey would be, you know, such universally a, uh, accepted idea, yeah. and it w- it probably would have been if he would have done it on day one, instead of sh- sending yeah. Sean Spicer out to lie to us about what we saw with our eyes. Right. Uh, if well, they would, if he would have fired him, then I think it would have been because at that point, too, Democrats didn't like James Comey, so right. and they had no reason to. But it was that <laughs> statement he said where it was something like, "Yeah, I had to fire him," and his whole thing with the Russia thing, and then that's when they were like, "No, he did it because of that." And that's how it blew up. It's his offhanded Twitter remarks that get him yeah. into trouble. <laughs> it just does. You got to think that shit through. Because as the president, everything you say is, is you know, they're, they're debating that now. I've seen so yeah. many debates about, like, this North Korea thing, which we'll get into later. Like, does that represent the White House or just him personally? And it kind of gets intertwined <laughs> yeah. when you're the president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the book also claims that women, according to Trump, were simply more loyal and trustworthy than men. Men might be more forceful and competent, but Sexist. they were— <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But they were also more likely to have their own agendas. Women, by their nature, or Trump's version of their nature, oh, <laughs> were more likely to focus on their purpose. Focus their purpose on a man. Focus their yeah. purpose on a man. I read that quote. A and man I was like, like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I disagree me, that women like to focus their... <laughs> Bring your attention to me. I don't know. This, this 
book actually. It sounds like it's just like a. It sounds like father. It's, it's I haven't heard any like, of the claims other than Bannon's going into this, but now I kept seeing stuff saying like this is tabloid. And now it's I'm very tabloid. It kind of sounds like it a little. Yeah. I mean, at least the way that it that it's written. Like I'll give you that. Um, there's a claim that Bannon tried to banish McMaster to Afghanistan. Um, okay. <laughs> while at the White House, Bannon allegedly grew increasingly frustrated by National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster. Um, his views on the 16-year war in Afghanistan, according to Wolf, Bannon saw the general as too closely aligned with liberals and establishment Republicans and threatened to send him away. Ms. Ma- McMaster wants to send more troops to Afghanistan, so we're going to send him. <laughs> said uh, triumphal Bannon. In Bannon's scenario, Trump would give McMaster a fourth star and promote him to top military commander in Afghanistan. I mean, shit, there's worse punishments out there. So, again, I don't really care. You know? I don't. No, do you think that uh, that Trump's um, cease and desist was a, a good idea, though? No, it was a terrible idea. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah like, you, you just. You, again, you just, you just don't give it time of day, and then it goes. It's not going to go away. It's not going to go Democrats away. Democrats are jumping gonna, on everything. But, but it's right. so easy to bait Trump. Yeah. It's like he has to respond yeah. to everything. And I get it. If it's not true, you're like, what the fuck? But at the same time, it's like as soon as you say don't read this. Yeah, but you should have thicker skin if you've been – how long has he been famous? Since the 80s? Yeah. Like, and he's been pretty much criticized since he's been around. He's always been this flamboyant, <laughs> like, larger-than-life person. I love yeah. to you that, like, this book has now re-brought up the discussion about his, like, mental – Fitness, yeah, like, I know. Well, I mean, happening right which as is it ridiculous. Did with, like, what I, happens right over the the North Korea? Uh, my buttons. That's than yours. and we'll get into that later. But I think there's a good there's a good reason to call his mental. If you're going capacity. to, that would be the reason <laughs> like, to use. Yeah. I still don't think that he's crazy or anything. But again, if you're gonna do, I mean, it, crazy is a relative term. I think most. <laughs> I mean, I think most mega rich people are a little yeah. out there. Anyone who wants to run for president's got to have a little. Yeah, exactly. that runs, people who are genuinely good at the up. job are too humble to ever think yeah. they'd be good at the job. <laughs> Actually, do it. Yeah. Um. Any other good? Uh, uh, the, the the next one is my favorite uh, fact. I, okay, yeah. I thought we talked about that before. Is we yeah, we didn't. I don't think we talked about it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trump declined to nominate John Bolton because of his mustache, <laughs> and the, the picture coming in is great because it is a wa- the, the walrus mustache. Oh shit! <laughs> the quote is the best. Bolton's mustache is a problem. Snorted Bannon. Trump doesn't think he looks the part. You know, Bolton is an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> He does have a Wilfred Brimley, like, yeah. I sell diabetes stuff. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> Who did I hit? Um, yeah, Trump, you said the, you already said the poisoned yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, that's a, and that's a fact that I've heard before. Or Well, I mean, it's been focused on a lot, that he eats fast food yeah. a lot. And he has a very, so did they know, say anything that's, like, actually bad? No, it's more. It's very tabloid esque. No. It's just you know yeah. the infighting, it is so what's very, which we already knew about seeing, because of the firings. Yeah, I keep seeing it. it's going to bring Trump down. It's going to no. The, the only him. thing really I've seen it does it, is it focuses a lot on Bannon, and it seems to be about Bannon yeah. turning on so Trump. Here's, here's okay. what we knew I they think. had a falling out. Anyway. Well, that's actually where the book ends. The book it, it was supposed to chronicle the first hundred days. He says in the beginning, but it ended up focusing on the first two hundred because there was no natural break in the the chaos yeah. until John Kelly got elected and fired Bannon. Yeah, that's where the book ends. See, gotcha. and I to me, like it all that makes sense because I th- I do believe that John Kelly was put there to clean house, and I do think he was successful. He did. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's, it, um, he swept to that some extent. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen a Scaramucci type character in a while. Yeah. So. 
Moosh apparently uh, he's going to come back too. I was reading about all the books that are coming out. I know uh, Spicer's writing one called The Briefing. Yeah, but I think Scaramucci has one coming. If I, I'm not mistaken, I think. I mean, that's I why you joined right. Donald Trump's but here's administration the thing. in the first like, place. Like, the, I can write a book too. Kellyanne Conway never thought they would win. A didn't want them to win, and thought that she could leverage this into a position with like yeah. Fox News. Well, Bannon sure did make that claim too that uh, that complicated were, stuff, folks. That Melania was crying. On, uh, uh, on election yeah. night. That could yeah. be Steve Bannon hyperbole, though. Well, like, especially apparently she was it. very, and I believe this, she was very shocked when the, the nude photos leaked. Yeah. Which apparently the book, now, the book does not really leak. I mean, she posted the photos. It's not like they leaked. The book is pretty tabloidy. It says that everyone attributed this to Trump except her. And I was like, <laughs> that's like, how do you back up that claim? That right. Trump Here, leaked his thing. own wife's photos. It, it does <laughs> sound very tabloidish. Um, the, but I think the takeaway from here is that. This guy obviously did have access, but yeah. it, and he had access through Bannon. The dysfunction is probably if, true. If I mean, we saw this yeah. happening for the past and we've 200 been days. Hearing, we've been hearing this year now. since the beginning of – since they took office, since Sean yeah. Spicer walked out the and they was crazy us. And, yeah, and we all yeah. knew this was going on. This is just kind of behind the scenes now. So I'm not – so I'm like I'm not really surprised by any of any of this stuff. Like, I, you know, it's – I'm surprised at what to, went down with Steve Bannon, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm almost wasn't wondering because that. it seems like he was mostly – like, he interviewed a lot of people, but it seemed like 95% of his time he was in Bannon's office at Bannon's request, according to, like – That's like, why Trump keeps saying that he I, was Bannon's lackey. Yeah, and I'm wondering now in. if this was not Bannon's play. Like, if I get yeah. worked out, I'm going to have this, this, this. Uh, this well, expose coming out. It ain't working for him because – his I don't own, know. His I, own base is I almost disagree him. with you because I think the only I was telling Brandon this. I think the only person who loses from this is Trump getting like, into a fight with Bannon. Oh no! Here's I think, Bannon, I think, I think only get more clicks. Him. I'm gonna yeah. find I'm, no. Here's here's where I'm. I'm gonna find a healthy medium in between both of you. <laughs> um, I think that I agree with Frank's point that this. But I agree with you too. I think it can be personally damaging for Bannon, and I feel, think it will be in the short yeah. term. I think that. Trump, though, is the one who stands to lose the most from this because Trump's position is more important than Bannon's position. Yeah. So if Bannon loses his job at Breitbart or ends up on some fucking podcast or ends up on our podcast in a year, come on, Steve. <laughs> like, you're, Can well, I drink? you're okay. welcome to come conversate. <laughs> um, I, I have some questions to ask you about Jeff Sessions. I will refer to you as uh, Matt Grading the whole time <laughs> you're here. So, but He's already taken a personal toll. I mean, his, the, it his has. backer has left him. But the, here's the thing. Here's where I think have it you does. Check the comments on Breitbart. I think it matters. Yeah, tossing that dude under the bus. That's fine. <laughs> really? Yeah. The fa- time. That's fine. But the fact of the matter is, now we have, and again, like the thirty percent or whoever, like of Trump base, that's not going to leave. They're not going to probably sway from this either. Right. Um, but we do now have Steve Bannon. I think when he calls the. The meeting treasonous at Trump Tower. I think that's his the way that. Yeah, I kind of think that the the way I interpret that is that's his opinion. I don't yeah. think that he's calling that by like, hey, here's a statute that proves this is treasonous. Right. He's I a think, theatrical right. type of guy where he yeah. just he exaggerates he's a, things. He's a bomb lobber. Yeah, that's, that's part of his oratory when he, he grandstanding that shit. kind of yeah hmm. yeah speech patterns. Um, yeah. he's like a more evil Michael Moore, <laughs> <laughs> like. More know. evil. I don't more know about that evil. One. Where's your tabloid source for that? <laughs> he has to be more evil. He endorsed Roy Moore. <laughs> like, come on. You don't you don't get that way by not being like ultimate yeah. evil. Um Yeah, yeah. So 
anyway, I don't know. I but I do think it shows. I think it obviously shows the fracturing or not. A, I, there's a clear divide in the within the administration, and that's not a surprise. Half of those motherfuckers are fired now. Yeah. So like, it just uh, is. Uh, it, obviously things have the ship has been at least a little bit. But what? But, but here's an interesting. Course. Here's an interesting excerpt from the book. I don't actually have it in front of me, so I'm gonna paraphrase it because for some reason this one didn't make the list. It, but it was the only one that was on all of the news channels. But, um. Something about like Trump's gonna go down for money, money laundering. laundering without which a doubt. An, like yeah, he said, is, period. That's an incredible but, claim to make. Well, it is, but I want to know why he made it. Hard. Yeah, money laundering is hard to prove. Like you have to prove that someone is taking dirty money and inserting it into a legitimate company, and you have to be able to prove that whatever it made it look like, like for hotel. It, right. Let's say you did it just hotels, and he was pretending that guests were checking in, but really it was just dirty money. Right. You have to prove those dudes don't exist. So unless you can do that, and that's, that's one scenario. I don't know what else. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, could be it's... the steaks. It could be the vodka. He's got a lot of. I think it would be really easy to prove those people don't exist, though, as every hotel has yeah. cameras. But I also think that <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of damning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he, he that's re- easy. Right. He still doesn't release his taxes, so we still don't really know. Yeah. Nope. I mean, he did release those one that one cheat of his taxes, right? Which from two thousand five, like yeah, or yeah. six or whatever it was. Like it was, I think it was five. Yeah. It was over a decade. If anybody's ago. thinking that he wasn't the leaker, like oh yeah, he definitely he, he was the leaker. Yeah, or maybe Steve Bannon was. That's his. It only helped I mean, him. They, Trump is claiming Bannon was the leaker and lost his mind. Well, let's be honest though. As soon as Bannon left, there, there were no more. Well, leaks. okay. Now once Bannon left, he, he at that point he fired like twelve people. Yeah. So I think like there's a good chance that all of them combined were the yeah leakers. were the yeah, ones. That's probably Bannon why he fired all, all twelve Bannon of them. Also yeah. left like at, at the same time that previous left at the same time like they yeah. were all there was a period of time there. Yeah. It was only it was two hundred days, and he had fired all those people. Like, yeah, that, yeah, that's I mean, a very short amount of time. People were in, in and out of the administration. By May, there was nobody yeah. left. Um, Besides, I can't believe Rick Perry survived this long. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How he just, did that? He just hangs back. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna shut everything down, and <laughs> that's all he has to do. I want you to build me a small doghouse. <laughs> oh, bad lip reading. That, that they did the best job with Rick Perry. The greatest. <laughs> Save a pretzel for the gas jets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move into another another big story this week before we kind of throw back to December a little bit. Yeah. Um, Jeff Sessions. Don't smoke a weed. What the fuck, man? So <laughs> who's cunt. who's got that story? Um, I'm opening it right now. Jeff uh, Sessions. Yeah. Jeff but, Sessions can go away. Jeff like, Se- yeah, I'm, pretty... I'm so conflicted. <laughs> Like I don't want I don't want him. I don't want somebody in his position mm-hmm. that can fuck the Russia investigation. The Russia does think that, in my opinion it doesn't matter. I'd much rather get the guy out of there who's, who's I, it, fucking everything okay. up. Yeah, I do have the article. It actually right. is being I'll let you I'll let you go okay. through it. So uh, on Thursday when Jeff Sessions announced that he had removed the barrier that had held back federal prosecutors from pursuing marijuana cases in states that it made pot legal, he delivered on something he had all but promised when he was nominated as attorney general. Um, he claims most marijuana world saw it coming anyway, but freaked out. Um, so he, they're repealing a, a thing called Cole, the Cole Memo, an Obama-era protection for states that have legalized marijuana. Um, and then it goes on to state how much it's affected the stock, mar- stock market, kind of freaked out on the pot industries, dropped 5%. Um, and then it notes that it's a $7.9 billion 
industry. Pretty big. Yeah. yeah. And then I know there was a lot of blowback, especially from Colorado, because they've reaped the well, majority yeah. of the benefits. And yeah. well, in Their California, has, aren't gonna which do it. just legalized it. California, I think like it'd be a bigger before. deal. Yeah, because it basically just says tells the state. I think California's well, a bigger yeah, deal. What, Honestly, I think California, in this, as far as what Jeff Sessions did in the DOJ, did I think that California has more of an effect than mm. Colorado does. Colorado already has the businesses, so there's that. Well, California but California is fucking huge. Yeah. And the amount of business they stand to lose yeah, California if the is, feds come in and start yeah. shutting shit down. And they're not doing great now. Like they just way what do they do? <laughs> they they way underestimated uh social programs. So it ended up being way more money than they thought it was going to be and they completely uh, uh overestimated uh, revenues. So they're actually he just revised it. What's the guy's name? Brown? Uh, Governor Brown. Yeah, uh, I believe you're right. Yeah, he had to come back and re. They had to cut off. I think it was like five hundred thousand people from some benefit, and then uh, he had to re put out a budget saying it's going to actually be a deficit this year. So they need revenue. Yeah. They're having a housing crisis as this well. This is a great way to create it. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've seen that. That this does, if anything, it makes a lot of money for the yeah. states that it acts. California needs it. And Colorado's well, obviously been doing it for a while. It's also hypocritical of people. I mean, Trump kind of ran on the claim that states' rights were they were going to let states choose. That's Republicans' small, you know. whole issue. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that what? this is a Republican yeah, state issue. States' rights, and yeah. this is very much are, these are states I've seen, deciding. I've seen yeah. a lot of Republicans pissed off about this. Like, yeah, because again, well, that's yeah, especially part of if being you a Republican. In a free market. This is the ultimate the free market. You're not, you know, giving money to drug dealers. You're giving money to businesses. You're growing economies. Look, I mean, Colorado has a boom. You can't find a house there, and the, the you know prices for them have boomed. Right. You know, gone. I just went to Colorado. You can't find uh, a house because you're I was just stoned. in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, like, man, where did my house go? Where'd it go, man? No, but it is, I mean, it is packed. Like, even so though the surrounding high. cities, like everything, is bustling there way more so than yeah. here. I I just think that, and I think the reasoning behind it is bad. The because it's because it's evil. No, but it it doesn't actually direct anybody to like arrest. It just gives them the option now. What did Weed ever do to Jeff Sessions? Because he seems to have a big personal. I think it's (laughs) it might be a generational gap because they're like the war on drugs mentality for older people is just ingrained. Those guys, yeah, even those guys are more apt to be like, well, you know, there is a lot of evidence saying it's not a big deal. He seems to be like personally offended by the concept of well, weed. Well, he came yeah. out. Some stoners kicked his ass one day. Yeah. I will get you all. He was dazed and confused. Like, people had fun in the 70s? Oh, I hate them. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to be a hippie. Yes. <laughs> My dad sent me to reform school. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, like, realistically, this isn't going to stop anything. $7.9 billion, they're not going to no, care. That, yeah. They're going to continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. Well, exactly. and, they're, and they would be stupid to try to enforce this, to try yeah. to go back to the way that it was. It, it, well, it's you're going to get um, states all fighting the federal government. All you're going to do is yeah. you're going to amp up the amount of people that do want it legal, and they're going to vote in people that run on that. Well, that's actually going to change it. That's what so they've like, done this might now. Be, they're, this they're, may be the best thing. That's what people, are, do. people are pointing out, that there's now a call from both sides, Republicans and Democrats, for Thank Congress God. to make a federal law, to, to put it on a national ballot. Yeah, Because that'll just settle it once and for all, because it's 
it's stupid that it's illegal on a federal federal level and yeah. illegal on a state level. There's too many. Well, I saw yeah. that argument on Facebook where the guy was like, well, it's against the law, and if we don't enforce all our laws, we shouldn't even have them. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's the dumbest thing I'm going to hear all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's a big difference between laws that are just and then laws right. that are just kind of man-made. I'm pretty sure it was and, Thomas you know. Jefferson that said, an unjust law is no law at all. I'm pretty and sure I, you yeah. can't like, we, this eat an country ice cream was founded cone by on breaking Tuesday the law. in right. Oklahoma like, in the rain. Like, isn't that a law? Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I, speed limit's a law, but I never observe it. So. <laughs> I think the big, the big issue to that you should rightly have with Jeff Sessions' handling of it is this isn't – it's not – it's one thing Don't smoke a weed. It, it's one thing if Jeff Sessions comes out and goes, look, guys, this is why I think that weed is a problem. There yeah. are health risks. There are – like, it. I don't buy into the whole car accident thing. And I'll get into that in a second because that's I what I, I keep seeing that a lot. But I'll let yeah. me just in a second. Um, <laughs> but like if he came out and he cited that like car accidents yep. and um, I can't imagine hey, we shouldn't. Wouldn't be up. I mean, there are like I just, more I children have been re- taken to the hospital right. in Colorado with yeah. accidentally ingesting. OK, animals. so if he, there is a point if he says thinking. that and then he's like, so this is something to be taken seriously. I'm good with that. Mm. That's fine. When you come out and you say falsely that this is going to lead to something that you're assuming it's going to lead to and when you come out and say that no he said quote no good person smokes marijuana Which, like you're yeah. automatically Look wrong Snoop Dogg. Willie, <laughs> Willie Nelson smokes marijuana <laughs> right. he is a national treasure it's like you <laughs> right um yeah that was probably the dumbest thing he could have said which is like dude yeah. what are you talking about like there's tons of people and that smoke. was the thing that soured me first because like, he's yeah. been a very staunch anti-marijuana person more way so the moment they the youth. made him yeah. attorney general i was like well this is gonna come marijuana personally came in and kicked his ass and he was just like and, well it's yeah it's going to like here's yeah. why i don't like the the car accident thing though because it it's nice and it sounds cute and neat to what about cute and neat? to cite <laughs> but... that like Oh well, people like in car accidents. This amount, uh, this percent of people yeah. had THC in their system. That's cool. That doesn't mean they were high when they were yeah. driving. They're it, actually in Cal- uh, California is leading the, um, I guess research right now, trying to come up with a breathalyzer actual, yeah, that, that can for... detect if you're high at the I'm moment. I'm fine for that, but all of the problems with weed. To me, all of the arguments, all of the anti-weed arguments, could easily be solved with regulation. Yeah. Like I've heard some, I've heard some very fair arguments. Well, I hate that word. Where, well, I'm pretty sure they went through this exact same thing when prohibition ended, and cars were a big thing, and they're yeah. like, "All right, like drinking you, and driving laws are going to start at, being enforced. Well, and, yeah, we're going to come up with a breathalyzer test." Right. One of the biggest arguments, right? Like you can't drink and drive. Alcohol is legal. You yeah. can't smoke and drive. Penalties right. for both done and, and done. I think yeah. that was easy. <laughs> and, um, and just like right. bars, they sh- they're talking now about having recreational open. Like I think it's the reason a lot of people smoke in their cars because if you go to Colorado to buy weed and you don't have a house, your teenagers are just going to smoke in their cars and drive right. around. Right. So if they had a lounge, at least they would be there. Yeah, they could just go right. there and do it and then have it. And then off Uber and around. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Uber around. <laughs> Uber <laughs> around. And then the kids I'm do maybe, li- maybe they lift now. I Where's don't the know. Uber? The kids Uber or Lyft. Um, That's all I use. <laughs> I might go anywhere. I'm just like, all right, Uber. Uber everywhere. I drive myself. I work for my money. That's right. I, I Uber know. myself. Yeah. That sounds like a rap lyric. <laughs> Maybe. So I guess the bottom line of that story is don't it's smoke It's better than Eminem's whole new album. Yeah. <laughs> you, are you going to do a segment on that? <laughs> no. Uh, Ironically no called Revival, and I think right. it's the death of his career. Revival. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just I don't understand the whole – I think – but. <clears throat> To the regulation point, I think that, like, I heard a guy on 
conservative talk radio the other day who sounded like one of the characters from Parks and Rec, the the, the goody two-shoes guys are all like, abstain from sex, even in your 90s. Um, <laughs> and But he was on, and he he was saying that, like, you know, problems with marketing weed is like we've got they're they're they make gummies and they make brownies and they make whatever suckers and those are geared to kids and they put sesame street characters on the packaging and like all right if you want somebody who is pro weed legalization to come to the middle and meet you somewhere fine outlaw edibles that's cool i'm it's, like okay it's, it's like jello shots yeah. and alcohol you can make and them at home I agree, it's not right. difficult i agree in the same way that joe camel doesn't exist anymore that you shouldn't probably have cool. elmo on your yeah. package and i believe of they do it now i believe where edibles are they have to be stamped with the uh they have a symbol that's like an, a red exclamation point this is yeah. thc in like a very red like looks like a you know yeah. don't eat this but a kid doesn't know right right you but it's all, like that's I'm... ultimately up to the parents. Same thing with alcohol. <laughs> right. You can have alcohol in your house. If your kid gets a hold of it, that's on you. Right. You got to lock that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, but, again, I agree to to the point where it's like, well, should I put Cookie Monster on the bottle of Jaeger? Probably not because that's going to attract <laughs> yeah. small children. But, I mean, can you regulate the name of beer? Like, if you named your beer, like, Peppermint, like, Bark. I don't think they so. You, so you can name, name, like, matters. Girl Scout Cookie as a type of marijuana. And, like, yeah. it really isn't, like... But then, yeah. didn't they? They don't allow cigarettes to be like chocolate, right? Or whatever. Like there are certain laws yeah. like that. So right. I can see it being a standard. And they don't allow. I don't care what it's called, man. I just don't. Do you remember <laughs> back? Do you remember back when we were in? This is probably like eight to ten years ago now. Um, back when we were like just out of high school and whatever. Um, Camel had like those those tins that they sold for like six bucks a pack. It was the four flavors, robust. They had those, but they also Frost. had like chocolate and strawberry oh, and fuck. cherry. And right around the time where they they put the, the fire safe chemical in cigarettes, like they outlawed that. The they outlawed all of the packaging for those other ones because they were too bright and too colorful and they were like they're not allowed to use the word light anymore now they're just colored they're like red (laughs) they're not you can't is it yeah really you can't get like marble lights anymore but you can get marble what i don't know white or something yeah Yeah. that's interesting yeah because because it doesn't actually it's not any healthier for you so they they argue that it's it's misleading people into thinking they're making a healthier choice you can't say diet soda but (laughs) i well and that's another thing too that i've seen a lot online since jeff sessions came out was this argument that like the the anti-weed people there's just like i and i i imagine it will die off this idea um, anti-weed people you imagine will die off I, not all yeah. of the anti-weed people but the See, because i think there are reasons to be anti-weed like i think to be yeah. any anti-drug right yeah. you need to so, regulate that shit but i think that the people that are like weed is evil and it's like the worst chemical and they're like okay. i see these stories where i'm like that person didn't smoke weed. Like, right. there's no way that happened to a person smoking weed. <laughs> like, he might have smoked weed and then gone out and, I don't know, something horrible right. happened to him. Like a he piano like, fell on his head. And like, oh I saw God. a crazy story from some lady, which this was probably like, uh, oh, I heard somebody tell me that their nephew. Um, <laughs> like, Shut had, up, Susan. You don't fucking know what you're talking it about. It was like he had a 
tea laced with marijuana leaves and he went out and stabbed four people. I was like, is this reefer fucking madness right here? Like, this isn't real. Right, nobody does that unless you're already effed in the head and you're like, I think I'll stab some people today. But let me get high first. But I think that I think that idea that I believe that that of LSD maybe or yeah, like you go crazy and you're out of your mind. I think it's a hallucinogen, but not in the same. We do just stones. I think that that Jeff Sessions type of mentality that like this is just an evil thing. It's it like it's bad because we've always been told it's bad and it's right. evil. It's the worst thing yeah. ever. Like I think that will eventually go away. Well, like, and, they, and as of that point, Politico pointed out that they could not find a single member of Congress who had issued a statement in support of Jeff Sessions. So he's alone. <laughs> like it's just not gonna like it's sixty percent of, of the, the problem. Of American I get it because you know, is that they don't have the balls to introduce the legislation. Well, themselves. maybe they will now. And, and let's be honest, it is, it, it is for them to fix because Jeff Sessions Absolutely. is supposed to enforce the law. It yeah. is against the law if they don't like it they can make the fucking law yeah they should probably do that <laughs> they, i mean they've been calling for it and they probably really should that we should yeah. have a national referendum on it right just so to get just it. fuck this guy yeah. and then don't let him do his shit yeah i mean it's ridiculous that something that's illegal in one state is legal in the next and then you get yeah. in trouble for simply taking something across an imaginary line right right again i'm fine with that because of states rights i get it however in this particular case it's like just make the i don't know why this is a, there's a federal ban on this yeah. anyway i think it's, yeah. actually, yeah. we should it. figure it out like we should legally put it up for a refer you know for a vote and then <laughs> right. every state should have a you know be allowed to kind of regulate it yeah. between themselves yeah. kind of like how cigarette taxes right. differ between it's states di- yeah because they use yep. it for different things see that's what we do at tvap we fucking solve, solve problems, problems. We can now call the race in Alabama. Fox News is now projecting that Doug Jones will defeat Republican Roy Moore to become the first Alabama Democrat in a quarter century to be elected to the United States Senate. This is a dramatic Democratic upset in deep red Alabama, and it cuts the GOP Senate majority from 52 to 51, further dimming Republican hopes of enacting major legislation backed by President Trump. But as we pointed out, it's likely that tax reform is going to be voted on in the conference committee prior to the seating of the Senate. Next tonight, President Trump in Mar-a-Lago, hours after celebrating his first major legislative victory. The president today signing that tax cut bill into law, surrounded by cameras in the Oval Office. President Trump already looking at the next item on his agenda in the new year. Here's ABC's David Wright. So this is the bill right here, and we're very proud of it. This may be the most sweeping overhaul of the tax code in a generation. That's your bill. But today's signing ceremony was a rush job. We did a rush job today. It's not fancy, but it's the Oval Office. It's the great Oval Office. The president, like someone who can't wait to open his Christmas present. I was going to wait for a formal signing sometime in early January, but then I watched the news this morning and they were all saying, will he keep his promise? Will he sign it by Christmas? You are one, but will he sign it by Christmas? And I called downstairs. I said, get it ready. We have to sign it now. Traditionally, the bill's strongest champions on Capitol Hill would get the pens used to sign it as a keepsake. Not today. Congressional leaders weren't even there. So here you go, folks. You want the box with it or not, huh? So the president handed out the ceremonial pens like stocking stuffers. 
He calls the tax cuts a Christmas present to the middle class. And most Americans will see their taxes go down, but only temporarily. The biggest cuts will benefit corporations, and those cuts are permanent. President Trump's real estate empire certainly stands to gain. But how much? Hard to tell. Mr. President, are the American people ever going to see your tax return? Because the president still refuses to disclose what he pays. David Wright joins us now live. David, you were there at the White House today. This new tax plan by far the president's biggest legislative achievement and one of the biggest days of his presidency. And he mentioned today there in the Oval Office he hopes to carry this momentum into next year with a plan for infrastructure. That's right, Tom, and he hopes to approach that issue with the help of the Democrats, uh, something that they didn't manage to do on tax reform. But the Democrats have priorities of their own, and both parties are going to be looking ahead to the midterm. All right, speaking of dumb motherfuckers in Alabama, <laughs> Roy Moore happened in December, or didn't happen yeah. in December. <coughs> um, so... You know the obvious, the obvious question, question burning hmm. in the back of everybody's uh, brain holes all throughout Christmas break. All throughout yeah. Christmas break, especially with the t- the Facebook teaser, like does right. Brandon owe Alabama mm-hmm. an apology? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alabama, that you decided to pick a pedophile as your candidate. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that that grown-ups had to walk in the room and steal that back. Um, it does aggravate me a little bit, though, that I saw the, the, big, he- the big headline that night um, was that decency won in, decency. in Alabama, but only by 1.5%. Yeah. So, like, let's not <laughs> pat back too hard. Too right. hard. Um, hey, a win's a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but that was a, it, it is Donald Trump. Yeah. It is a historic <laughs> win. Um, there, well, yeah. Has it I mean, been like it, two or three I decades get, since we've had a Democratic? Yeah, years. Yeah, even so, I get a little weary of that word. Yeah, I mean, twenty five years isn't really historic that long in the, in the sense that it had been twenty five yeah. years. It's yeah. cool if you're a Democrat. I mean, the, the Republicans at least seem to see it as some kind of like foreboding sign because yeah. uh, McConnell blamed Bannon, Bannon blamed McConnell. Right. Well, they always do that. Bannon's <laughs> yeah. been blaming everybody. One thing that I think it kind of does speak to is that I mean it does at least in some aspect it speaks to the value of Donald Trump's endorsement right Donald Trump lost twice in Alabama he did I don't know how much that matters because even though he endorsed him Dude was a pedophile. Like I, I, I don't know. Well, that's why it was, it was no, really no, no, bad. I get that. Endorse him because right. it wasn't going to yeah, help him. At know. first, he didn't. Here's and then he, what, he finally came out. Here's with, where yeah. I think the endorsement matters, and I think we've already seen it play out a little bit, just only on a minor scale. But I think where his endorsement not mattering twice in the case of Luther Strange, who was Roy Moore's right. primary appo- opponent, and then in the Doug Jones general election um is that i think congress is where it matters where where that becomes a crucial thing right Um, because if you because if the president comes out and attaches his name to and to a candidate or to an idea or to a bill or to something if the idea is that your your attaching yourself to it doesn't hold that much water Mm. then in some of the riskier instances there are going to be more people nervous to attach yeah. themselves to it and i think where we've already seen that is the the judges the circuit judges that were appointed and republicans 
flamed them um, <laughs> on on in front of Congress. And you know, like I I I'll pull the clip, um, but they. I mean, this dude, I can't remember his name. I know you'll remember the story. It's from a few weeks ago, I think like early to mid-December, but um, they were questioning one of Trump's circuit judge yeah, well, they, or whatever. They, they, they and rejected the dude, about like, three in a week, the but dude, the one that was, went viral was the one who could not answer a single question about the down. law. He had never taken a deposition. He had never... Uh, he had never like, and I think I. So I think that where you see where like Alabama plays into that is mm-hmm. in those cases where now it's it's thought at least that Donald Trump's name doesn't hold that much weight as much weight as it once did. Then you're not going to see Republicans in Congress lobbing softballs to those guys anymore because. We're not willing to be the reason that this guy gets through. If this guy goes yeah. and fucks up, like I don't want to be the, I don't want to be yeah. part of who yeah. put be associated him there. With them. So, and, and that's it, that's fine. Again, Alabama, and especially with Roy Moore, I think is a special situation <laughs> where there was a lot of baggage already. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that. Yeah. While I think Bannon fucked up, uh, he had the same like whenever the general election was going on, and I can't remember who it was, but that one lady who said, "There's a special place in hell for women who don't vote for women." And it totally backfired. Ro- or not Roy Moore, but uh, Steve Bannon said the same thing at a Roy Moore rally. He was like, there's a special place in hell for any Republican who doesn't vote for Republicans. And when you come at it that way, it's like, so you're basically saying that I'm going to hell if I don't vote for the pedophile. Yeah. That's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Right. Yeah. And I, I know don't there think are a lot that... of religious people who will, you know, you saw yeah. with the, Plus, the church thing. They, Roy they will Moore turn rubbed people, people they the wrong way. way. What? In, 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 Roy Moore was. Did you show, see him showing up on election day on horse? Roy Moore that had was, a history of rubbing Roy people Moore the wrong way. Yeah. Hey, oh, Roy Moore was the caricature of what he thought Republicans wanted yeah. to see. You know, was was he the one that waved a gun around? He did. He yeah. Was tiny, yeah. First off, that was the a baby noisy bitch cricket. Gun. Yeah. He brought the noisy <laughs> was cricket out of his age with him. But then he also. Look what I'm packing, fellas. He, it's like <laughs> he showed up on a horse and like he clearly did not know how to ride a horse. You could tell. Like <laughs> the horse was nervous too. Like I don't know. I've heard some things. He had a cowboy hat on. I'm pretty sure. Make the horse nervous. It'll kick. <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. That's what he said on all of his dates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you owe people. Was it right. too soon? It was too soon. Sorry. <laughs> no. But with this, with Doug Jones, though, we come to a fifty-one majority, so they're barely holding yeah. on. to Although to be well, Tina, yeah, Tina Smith. If I was Frank Democrats, yeah, I wouldn't Doug be Jones. jumping for joy for Doug Jones because he said I'm going to work with the Republicans. Yeah, like, we'll I'm going. And to if he wants to get reelected, far, he'll probably have to. He has to. I, yeah, yeah. Alabama's Republicans. I would think that would be the truth. Now that doesn't mean that he doesn't go there, yeah. cut a deal. Figure out, hey, I could do this for the next couple of years and then go yeah. on a book tour. And well, Republicans could say, hey, if you want us to say, yeah, you've been a great – you've done a great job and help you get reelected, come our way. And some people find – some, poli- some politicians find great success coming to more toward the middle and yeah. b- being able to play He's going to have to if he wants to get reelected. If he wants to get reelected. But yeah. he could also use this as a bid to run for a higher office that's but not it's hard, really But I, the I thing still that, think – Well, he, governors want to be senators. I, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, mean, I there's think there's always even scale upwards in yeah. politics. It, it depends. He's going to know the Alabama voters better than we do. Um, but I think that it – Alabama's not going to stay blue. I don't know. And he does a good job. I, I think yeah. people will always vote for their interest and the better candidate. And I think that Doug Jones was the better candidate. Roy Moore stopped campaigning. He didn't even do anything for the last well, six and days. What were yeah. the things you can't that, do that? What were the, his positions on shit like? Nothing. I touched Muslims can't serve. On, yeah, Muslims you know. can't serve. 
Um, just re- he had a bunch of ridiculous policies. Yeah, everyone has were... to ride a horse from now on. <laughs> 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 right. Was oh, that the only one that was off topic? I was upset when I if read Doug 16, Jones was running against Facebook. Roy Moore. I get excited because there's an actor named Doug Jones who portrays Abe Sapien in the movie Hellboy. And for half a second, I thought he was running for political office. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so disappointingly crushed when I realized there were two yeah. people with that name. When I actually listened to what Doug Jones had to offer, I was like, yeah, I agree with everything yeah. he's saying. Like, he's actually a pretty – like I'm cool with him. Not, he's not a very like controversial politician. He's, no. I'm totally cool with him yeah. joining the well, That's just it, what they need. No, yeah. And I'm, just, I'm curious how he'll actually vote now. He ran the we'll better see. campaign. He did. Like, he absolutely did. His whole campaign was unity, and both sides need to yeah. come together. And, and he showed up, and he talked about his values, and he got, and again, it helped that the guy he was running against was a pedophile. It also <laughs> helped that the guy that he was running against was like, hey, remember when we had slavery? That was a better time. Right. Like, you're that's only, a dumb you're thing You're only pulling in Paula Deen when with that one. his wife, the racist Dixie <laughs> queen of the South, comes out and is like, you want to know how we're not anti-Semitic? Our lawyer's a Jew. Like, that's really kind of... Yeah, newsflash, he wasn't a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that all over the news today, and I was like, oh, it keeps getting – well, he still has yet to concede, right? Um, I, I believe, like, even after the didn't. White House – I know well, the White House said recently he the should. The committee just already ruled against Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were like, no, Doug, Doug Jones. Jones got sworn in. Yeah. He, got sworn he never in backed down, but he, no, he, never he didn't listen down, to him. And he did all of the things. He filed for a recount, and they he, didn't go with it. He filed, he filed for the recount. He also filed a lawsuit the night before certification. Yeah to stop the process and he just made the generic fucking fear-mongering bullshit voter fraud people were being bust in which is interesting on the same day that trump's voter fraud commission shuts down because they found zero evidence (laughs) of voter fraud right got sued by a member of the committee for not giving them enough information right we all knew that yeah we knew it wasn't gonna come to anything we've seen studies of that for like years and years and years i'm pretty sure we talked about this early early last year but i think we there was we looked at a study that looked at all all elections local state and mm-hmm. uh national now, was... for, from like jimmy carter to present time and there's like in that 35 to 40 year span there's like 120 claims of voter fraud that yeah. were actually that were investigated because they looked like they could be and mm-hmm. of those like eight I think it was, eight. It was like, the rest of them were people with the same name well, or we was saw, voter error. Yeah, we saw Jill Stein do this in those three states where she was like, no, trust me, they, there's no way that they could have done it. And they spent, yeah. what was it, three million and only got three more votes for Trump? Yeah, like, <laughs> it, was, it, was like, the, it was the margin of error that, you yeah, know. It was ridiculous. But, but I think it's – I don't know if you read 538. Nate Silver said that – I don't that, like Nate Silver. Oh, I love Nate, Nate no, Silver. I go to Real but, Clear Politics. That's my go-to if I want uh, statistics. Yeah, but either way, I think it's interesting. He pointed out that the three elections that have like kind of shocked him the most have all happened recently. It was Donald yeah. Trump. It was the Roy um, Moore winning. And then the um, – oh, what was the other one? The one that was one vote away. Um, well, I thought it was the one they did. It was oh, the House of Delegates fl- flipping from Republican to Democrat. Yeah, oh, after okay, seventeen yeah, years, one. and it it, yeah. it was uh, she- Shelley Simmons, mm-hmm. but it was one vote that made the difference. Right. And like, yeah. the, like it's interesting how polarized one that we are. just happened where I can't remember where it was, but they it was a tie vote, and then they pulled it from the hat. It was that same one. Was it that one? Yeah, it was yeah, that and same one because they like one. they did a recount. I know the and, Republican won that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After being drawn out of a out of a hole. 
Yeah. Which I saw some people claiming that the Russians hacked that bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you, but Don't every election. Man. It is me. It's the Russians. <laughs> every election we have from now on, someone will claim that. Yes, that they will. will. Be yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's just going to. That, that's that's going to become gonna be. the thinks Obama of Donald Trump era. was saying that before he, he got elected. He was like, if I lose, it's because they hacked it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which is, that's just now the go-to is everyone's yeah. hacking everything. Because no one knows anything about that it. That and fake news are going to become the most yeah. overheard. <laughs> Fake news, although uh, almost feels, fake news has been around for a while. Like I said, the sedition act feels like it's well, burning know, out. It was about fake news. Trump claimed to have invented the term. <laughs> yeah, point. yeah. They just didn't call it fake news. I credit him with the term. Yeah. But he also claimed like no one else had ever called it fake news. Never before. happened. Like, <laughs> was like I don't know if anybody's ever used it. I think I'm the first one to use it. No, you're not. I think I'm the first. The English well, language he may have been like the one who made it fun to say. Yeah, yeah. He definitely made it like, fun it's to say. fun to say. It is now. not. Just like Kelly. That's like Kellyanne Conway made alternative facts fun to say. Oh, yeah. It's, I'm it's sure like people have used the button for yeah, a lot she, of people. Trump has made a lot of things. <laughs> I can just say the word fail now, and just because of Trump, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway Sad. has Failed. helped TDAP quite a bit because <laughs> of that one thing. She ever needs a job. Right. I was, I was searching so hard for what to call that. <laughs> and then she said it in week three. And I was like, that's it. Yes. Thank you. Alternative facts. Um, yeah. So Roy Moore, I think, was doomed from the start. I know for a while there I did think he was going to win. But I think that – I think, though – My old adage is always that the person who runs the better campaign, people are – A, people are always going to vote for their interest. They just have to realize that it's their interest. And B, the candidate who runs the better campaign has a better chance of winning. And we saw right. that in Georgia whenever the Democrats dumped all of that money into that young guy. But he was a shit candidate. Yeah. And he lost. But yeah. I think it is important, too, because we look at this and it, you know, at least when, the, when we all, always talk about Roy Moore and what happened there, we always talk about it on a bigger on a bigger scale of like, is this part of a trend? Because you yeah. keep hearing as midterms are coming up later yeah, this year, that, the blue wave. Um, you keep hearing people talk blue about tsunami. a blue wave, and I'm so, not so we we can debate whether or not that we think we should expect that, or if that's a little bit of an overreach right now. I do think that there is an important trend to notice. I think that in the there have been six special elections this year, um, and. It, it, and they've all been in very, very conservative like districts conservative or districts, yeah. whatever. I know the one that happened on the same night as the Alabama election was in I can't remember which district in Iowa, but it was like it was the town and country of Missouri or yeah. of Iowa. It was the these guys vote for Todd Aiken and Mitt Romney. Um, <laughs> like the most conservative yeah. district and the Republicans won all of the special elections in 2017, except for the Roy Moore election. Right. But I think what is interesting to look at is the numbers there. In most of these places, the, the Republican always wins. And the um, the scale is usually like the Republican gets 20. like 67%. Yeah. yeah, and then the other the Democrat gets like 20 to 30. And then 30. there's some other people that do write-ins. Well, in all of the special elections in 2017, um the the numbers were like 40 50. 48 to 52 or something yeah. like that. They all they all had these huge some like of them 30 got that close. Well, other I mean, ones you, didn't get that quite yeah. so close, but they still had an uptick in democratic they, but participation. But they were like 35 well, I mean, is it, is it also dem- is it also just voter apathy for the Republicans? And they usually yeah. see that with ruling and once your person why, becomes president you quit voting. They saw yeah. that with Obama. And I think that, and again it comes to I think that why I don't think that the blue wave is coming because I don't. I don't think that it's going to be Now do I know if 
Democrats are going to either gain the Senate or the House uh, this year. I don't know that. But I don't think it's going to be a massive wave like they're saying it is because, first off, we've only seen this twice. So it is the beginning of a trend. We can say that. But at the same time, we're looking at Democrats were energized because they don't like Trump. And that's the main reason why they were coming out and voting. And mm -hmm. Republicans, in my opinion, were demoralized mainly because of Obamacare. It didn't work. It wasn't passed. Now we've got the tax plan that has passed, which Republicans at about 80 percent say that they strongly support. Um, and again, we're seeing that if I don't know if you've been looking at the polls here lately, but as soon as the tax plan passed, boom, Donald Trump's going up in um, his approval rating is about 41 percent right now, where it was at uh, 37. Yeah. Um, and then that happened and then you just see it going Right well, up. which is yeah, because I mean, he has a, a legislative win now. So he does, is, and it's something that, but it's that also like Republicans I know, care it, about. I was pointing out to Brandon, there are polls done that like ask Republicans what their their top issues are, and and tax reform was always pretty low on the. Well, the and they, I know that Republicans thought overwhelmingly supported it, but I think nationally it, it, it was overwhelmingly dis. Um, or yeah, because wait three rating. weeks when the money hits your paycheck. <laughs> I, but I don't know because, you know, as we see, we're rolling into tax season right now. I yeah. just did my taxes, and yeah. it's not going to affect us this year. So no. I don't think it's going to help them because we're not going to see the money till next but year. It's hit, well, it's hitting February, well, and then go you're going to have months have, and months of months of – Do you have an article? Because we can just go in and look at what's what? – what, We can just go into the tax thing now. Okay, and lump it all because I think it's going to be a big deal when it comes to the – the midterms. I think that that is going to motivate a lot of conservatives and Republicans. I, I to, tend to, to vote. agree with Frank. That the economy is doing very think, well. I think, as far as the 2018 midterms go, that it might be, it like it, it might have passed a little bit too late in the game. Yeah. This is like, yeah, you know, if this had gone into effect. This month in so. January or February, you have like, nine months of extra money. That but you only yeah, have but eight it's, years. It's thirty dollars a paycheck. It's set to expire after eight years, and you, you know Democrats are going to jump on that come you know the, the uh, election season. Right. That, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're getting a tax break, but while the rich people get it permanently, you get it for eight years, and then you're going to see tax hikes. Plus, yeah, but even then, it's only four hundred dollars increase, and that's from the rate that you're going to. So you're still getting a tax cut. You're still not going to pay as much as you I are know, I mean, right According now. to the AP News, like millions of Americans will face tax hikes in the coming years because the exactly. new tax in the are coming set to expire years. after 2025. Exactly. But that's but then you're saying that you're going to be able to buy votes with the money temporarily. Every it's single not. time that the taxes get lowered, you see the part that party gets way more votes. Yeah, but I don't Yeah, but you also have never seen a, also, a president like Trump before who is who is no, so No, we'll see. Again, we're seeing the the, the approval rating swing up and that's before we've even seen any of the effects. I think the problem with Democrats is they way, way overplayed their hand with this tax. But that's easy to reverse. I don't think it is. I think it is. you have, first off, not one Democrat voted for it. So whenever you've got nine months of extra money in your pocket, you ask have to come to that going, right now, they didn't vote for it. Ask a Democrat right now, what do they think about Obamacare? That's, Nobody, a lot of them don't like it. Yeah, they don't. Because but it didn't work. It was a failed promise. But guess who's not holding them accountable for that? Their base? <laughs> Again, that's fine, but uh, the independents, the ones that you need to pull in, not just your base, they figured out that Obamacare was shit. They figured out that it was a lie, and they didn't get to keep their doctors, and premiums didn't lower. They increased at a huge rate. Right. They realized that it wasn't good, so the only people who liked it were the ones where, and, you know, that liked the idea of the Obamacare from the start. So I think that when it comes to this, Democrats are coming out saying, you have literally Nancy Pelosi saying this will be Armageddon. And then it doesn't yeah, happen. I, the economy skyrockets. 
you get more money in your paycheck for nine months, and you're at the end of it going, none of you guys voted for this, and you said it was going to be the end of the world. But the average American but you doesn't have an look 83 at that. Billion but they do tax hike coming their, in twenty twenty five. They do care about money, but you're talking what? about in 2018, you're talking about like $30 a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. And okay. you're talking about in 2015, an $83 billion tax hike for millions of Americans because that's when it expires and the, the bill comes 20, due. 2028. 2025. Or, yeah, 2025. Yeah, eight years yeah. from now. Again, that's fine. But I, I, I just think like even if they win in the short term, they're going to lose in the long term because once this mm-mm. like hurts the economy or they start seeing the benefits it's of not like, going to hurt the economy it will it's, a, it's, it's <laughs> it adding a totally tr- won't. over a trillion dollars to the debt it's going to ruin the economy first of all yeah and here's a big mis- misnomer about this people keep saying it's adding 1.5 trillion to the deficit it is not it is adding 1.5 trillion to the debt that's what he said yeah i know exactly but i'm yeah. saying that that's a misnomer that you see a lot of people saying first off we saw obama running trillion dollar deficits and we didn't. The, the country didn't do worse. It did better. This is only going to add 150 billion to the deficit. Right now, we're running about 400 billion dollar deficits, so we're going to bump it to 550 billion. Or yeah, 550 billion of deficit. Not that much. In order to, we've already seen Apple bring back their jobs, which we've been trying to get them to do for eight, ten years, ever since they moved to China. We're seeing a bunch of companies bring it back because it's dropping from 35 percent to 21 percent. So we're already seeing that. We're now the economy is almost at full employment, which is insane. Yeah, jobs. We're are, doing we're doing great now. I'm and now gonna, for yeah. the first time ever, wages are are rising. I'm just saying, I think it's very short sighted in the long term that we're That's setting up something inequality. that after Trump is gone in 2025, that we're setting up a very un, a question mark. We don't know what it's going to do. I do, think, I do think though that it like any time that tax break tax cuts or you know years is a long time by the way <laughs> like it's, well, a, long it's time, a long time for you guys to be getting more money yeah but it's not a long that long that we should be thinking about it like we should be planning more than eight years ahead it of even time, says, especially when it yeah, comes to the economy they said the average person is going to save about two thousand dollars on this and then whenever it expires their taxes are going to be raised by about four hundred dollars you still are spending paying less in taxes eight years from now than you are right now that's what, what irritated me the most. Bernie Sanders kept saying that. It's got the raising taxes on the middle class. No, they're not. The other thing <laughs> that's what I'm reading well, here with the AP News. Exactly. They're saying well, it will raise taxes. Tax, they're saying it from that point. So, yes, your taxes will go up from that point, but that's still less than right now. Right. So in, if you look at it from so now being the base, the tax, your taxes will be Without lower. the tax cut at all, you're not – like you're, at, you're worse off than you are – yeah, with it rising after the tax right. cut. Right, but if if it, it just didn't do, let's say it didn't come into effect for eight years, and then it bumped to the yeah, right, there are it would, un, there are unforeseen be circumstances that could fuck the whole thing. Like you it's know, easy to say. It doesn't well, look like that's happening. Do, the economy's booming, it, which we'll <laughs> like, get into when, in a minute. But yeah. we're talking about cock buttons over here, and like those <laughs> are those are foreseen circumstances that we shouldn't be getting ourselves into. I think that that's working too because uh, now you're seeing uh, North Korea coming to the table. I don't know if you saw that with the peace talks. If yeah, we're, that's if we're not doing because a, of Trump though. That was just kind of coincidental. No, what happened the same day. I think that yeah, I think that that uh, is a check and balance where yeah, South Korea checked. is actually being the the responsible one here yeah. of like you know trying to get the negotiations back. I do think uh, I think if you see them get North Korea come to the Olympics, you're gonna see full. You're gonna see people coming. recognize them as a you know, yeah. I think it will. I think it will happen. Yeah. That's my prediction. He Put it on the board. To, I mean, I would say he has to stop acting as crazy, but then, you know. We actually we're, we're need clearly... to make a board in 2018. Know, just make an Excel, Excel sheet. But um, anyway, going back to. Going back to your tax thing, mm-hmm. you hey, you got called out on Twitter. And yeah, I did. You Do you have that? Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I know what he was saying. Uh, my claim was that under Obama. Shout out to Joey B. Again. Yeah, shout out to Joey B. 
uh, my claim, I believe, was that the we're we're growing at three percent, which only happened once during the Obama years, and that was wrong. It actually did happen uh, numerous times. Ten. Eight times. Eight times? Yeah. Which, again, still... It couldn't happen ten times in the Obama years. <laughs> well, it could have, because it's each well, quarter. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's fine. Each quarter and... and yeah, Brandon. That's yeah. fine. Shoot Dude, I, I told you, like, math yeah, and I economics. Believe, <laughs> yeah, I believe that the average growth rate during the Obama years was, I think, 1.8%. But he did hit 3% of growth uh, eight quarters, in which is row, 25%. Right? No, no, no. It was only twice where it was two times in a row it hit was 3%. It? But uh, but that's still a quarter of the time he was president. Yeah. We were growing at three percent, which three percent is considered that was very good. Part of the argument I've been making is I think like obviously Trump has been growing the economy. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that, but I think he inherited a growing economy from Obama. He did, but he, I, again, it's in my opinion. If you look at the numbers, it is really hard to argue that he didn't make it so much. Oh, better. I think he's made it better, but yeah. I think we construction also have to see is at where, a thirteen goes, year high. That's, the only thing I would give him a passing grade on so far yeah. is the economy is has been which is pretty condition. important. It's very important, <laughs> but also in, uh, that drove you know, me crazy during the, also, the Obama. It's also, though, it's, like it's, I think we should be careful to give any president too much credit for the economy, right? Because a big part of the economy's success right now is based off the stock market, and, mm, and not true. Those, these things are stock like, market's important, but the regulations, and that's all that he's done with his executive orders. I get that. Orders. I agree with you on the regulations. I think though that that's why business is coming back. Yeah, but I think we're we're going to see another thing in two thousand, like two thousand eight, where we saw in people abusing their power. I think because of that, I think it's easier to abuse the reg- putting regulations in place. Like, I've I've seen them do it. Like I said, I, I know in my field. I know, but I think that business like corporate confidence about what they what they expect to happen is. It's good, and it makes the economy good, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily uh, something that you can credit to a person because they have an assumption, mm-hmm. so they are investing money. That is not right. – they have an assumption because of what they think he will do. Right. It's not based on anything that he has the, actually that's done. That's the Obama – well, first of all, it is based off a lot of things he's done. Again, Now, rid at of, this point, yeah, you're in, yes. Getting rid of all the, the regulations. But the economy, the, the stock market itself shot – Straight up, like yeah. right after the because election, they, they, he's because he promised and he what, was going to do that. And what yeah. I'm saying is that that initial jump and initial push into 2017 was based off what they expected to happen. Right. He hadn't well, he, done anything. You saw this with H uh, and R Block when Trump said the only people who won't like this tax plan is H and R Block. Their stock plummeted in a day <laughs> because people were suddenly worried that they yeah. wouldn't oh, have God. jobs. And but that you have to admit the tax plan did not simplify the tax code that much. H and R Block, no, I think, not. is actually recording record. My shit better be on a people. postcard. Yeah. No, that's, and that was such a fucking gimmick. Well, that's it what we've already not. seen wages go up because I know people keep saying like wages are starting to go up, and they will go up. Wages are going to go up for the first time in a long time. <laughs> yeah, they, but the only wages that have already gone up really is in the banking industry. So, yeah. so. And, and that's my like I I keep saying anything that uh, you can fix the tax plan all you want, but until you like address the wealth disparity in America and the well, wealth that's gap, the that's way really you do it. And that's what us. irritates me as a as a Republican is because a lot of and immigrations are a really great um, segue into that because income inequality, illegal immigration keeps his wages low. That's what it does because there's a lot of unskilled labor. There's a big pool of them. And then they get paid under the table. So the, the wages stagnate. They stay low. When you get rid of that, then you start seeing wages go up. And that's why you also see wages go up during an economy that's close to full employment. Now people start uh, competing for jobs. A, we're adding a lot of jobs. 
And B, if we're at full employment, now the guy can say, well, I can get a job somewhere else, so you need to pull, do something to pull me in. And now we're seeing wages rise, which is the first thing you have to do to, to combat income inequality. The whole reason is that income inequality exists is because the stock market has gone so well and businesses and corporations have done so well and wages have stagnated for the workers. They haven't gone up. Now we're seeing it start to go up. And NPR did a really great article about um, – uh, the farming industry in California. News. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard you. Yeah. But basically, because Trump came out and talked about his stupid fucking wall, which is dumb. But at the same time, when he did it, immigration went down by 75 percent or illegal immigration went down by 75 percent. And they said what actually ended up happening in all of these farming sectors is when I started picking these guys up and whenever they started self-deporting, all of the illegals basically left the agricultural uh, fields. And so what happened is the farmers and the guys who run it said, shit, we got to replace them. So they started moving to automation. But to keep the workers they already had, they increased all of their wages. And now with the automation, they're producing products and getting higher profits. So actually ended up really helping the agricultural uh, economy. And I know it's not really non-farm. Farm jobs aren't included in the job numbers. Yeah, that's why you always see non-farm jobs added. But that's an unintended consequence. It came from him talking about this dumb fucking wall. And that's one of the few positive unintended consequences yeah. his words have had. But illegal immigration <laughs> does keep wages low, and that's why you say we need to switch to a better immigration system that values what can you add to the economy rather than just come yeah, on Yeah, but in. isn't that – I know we've talked about this, but it goes against that whole uh, give us your tired, you're poor, you're hungry. We can't that's just great. take the smart people. Yeah. We have to take the, the disenfranchised. <laughs> that's you know? great to say that, but it doesn't really help you. It's, it's, like, it's great to say that. That's kind of what our country was founded on. That's kind of why we're here. They were, they were founded because they didn't want to pay their taxes. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, if we're being real. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of nice words that they uh, – luckily, they were great pinsmanship, and, you know, they pinned a lot of <laughs> they shit. They wrote well. <laughs> they wrote yeah. like a motherfucker. So they did a lot of, you know, a lot of that shit, and it became part of our our thing. But, again, things got to work. So if you're bringing in – you know, you're bringing in more people and they're not adding to the economy, that's not going to be as good. So, again, this is – it all comes back to unintended consequences, and the biggest thing is seeing those wages rise. And we are. And it's because – of a lot of these policies that have are being promoted and the jobs coming in. So I think that all of this is going to fuel directly into the midterms because right now we've had a year of, I don't think, I think that it's too early, man. I think once you get, once people see, I think time will only help it really because people are going to start realizing, fuck dude, the economy is really, well, it depends on what else happens with Trump's administration and the Miller administration. This could get a lot worse. A lot of people just got bonuses. Yeah, but wages, wages aren't going to, Skyrocket in eight months, like, and that's even in the past I month. Say, wages have gone up. The best is already made. paying like eleven fifty. Yeah, like that's yeah. already happened to. Well, a lot I mean, did you see? There's like, a couple of companies. Apple ridiculous. did it. Uh, yep. There's a couple of big companies. Uh, that Boeing already did come it. Out and like said they're like there have been great consequences from it. But yeah. with any tax plan, I have to wait and see. I don't know if enough about economics to to say that in ten years yeah. this is going to be a. Good the only thing move. you have to worry about is bubbles, and the only bubble you have to worry about right now is Bitcoin. <laughs> That's superhero <laughs> movie bubble. Yeah. That's gonna burst. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bitcoin, man. Like, what the fuck is that? I, I don't even fucking get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's a yeah, it's a fake currency, cryptocurrency. But see, all when I, know I made is my that... own currency, I got thrown in jail. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Put some numbers on the yeah. internet. I don't know how it works. But no, that's a bubble that's waiting to happen because it keeps inflating super fast I think and then it, it didn't it just plummets. Get, yeah, it's it's going. It's down. a wild ride. So like, yeah. Well, did it be? Did it just become publicly traded or something? Or what was the big? The, One of them wanted. I think, I, I, I it, think was it was recognized, and then someone that's, tried to get rid of it. 
and I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, right I now. know. I think I've heard of. Is it China or Japan where they're actually accepting it as payment now? Yeah, because like, yeah, they were having currency issues of their own with yeah. inflation. I'm so almost now it's a, positive it's a more stable it is currency publicly. Well, and I've actually now. read about it. And there's something in the way it's designed where it's going to be. There's only ever going to be so many created. It's designed so it'll limit the cap itself eventually, and it's supposed yeah. to combat inflation somehow. I don't. I don't understand yeah. enough to. Although go it's inflated, that. it like. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I don't know if they. This was like three years ago when when it was when it first came out that I'd read about it. Yeah. But it's supposed to be designed to like be like bubble right. proof, and I don't think right. that's really working. So, bottom line is, in when you look at the midterms, I think that what we've seen right now is a lot of Democratic enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I think you're about to see Republican enthusiasm. I really do, and I think that I think, I think Trump finally has a piece on the like he can finally combat it now because he has a legislative win. I think so too, yeah. but I to think I think from, be, and if the infrastructure bill passes, I think it's too early to say could, blue yeah. wave. But I do think that what Trump has working against him, I don't think the de- the Democratic enthusiasm isn't going anywhere. Look at that. What did I you tell you? You bastard. We <laughs> warned you. <laughs> Ruining <This> stuff. <laughs> um, what? But I think that Trump has to be careful, too. Of Care- Trump's never careful. Not, well, <laughs> and, that, and that's the issue. Because it is. you need oh, to... Twitter's a thing. When... When things are just gave him twice when when your base <laughs> no, has something right. to grab onto now, right? Yeah. Then don't fuck it up. And you know he's gonna fuck it up. He he's already well, he started to fuck it up. To we're not even talking about <laughs> yeah. the, we're talking you about know? the tax plan in segment he two because we're up. talking about sta- Steve Bannon in segment one. Right. Like but again, he hasn't fucked it up. Like, again, we spent the whole time talking about the tabloid stuff, which if you care about that, you do. But with this tax plan. You see Republicans that let's say that they're you know fiscally conservative, they're happy. Uh, well, it is adding to the debt. Yeah, they're but happy. Hopefully, the okay. idea is that it's going to generate so much growth but that it's going to. Here, but here's, yeah. here's that's one of the things we'll have to wait and see. Here's my well, point. Employment, you're going to be bringing in more revenue. Well, yeah, as long I mean, as that. But then again, like we've seen in 2008, here's, it doesn't take long to crash the economy. Here's yeah. my point, go, though. Demo- Democrats <laughs> are going to stay energized against Donald I Trump. I don't think so. Republicans think can right be here. as happy as they want about the tax plan, mm-hmm. but they also have to weigh that against being pissed off about Sessions and yeah. marijuana. What I'm they, pissed off about Sessions. They too. also have to weigh that against being pissed off about dumb fuckers like Roy Moore being representative <laughs> of their party. They need, yep. like, they have things that they have to be careful about because that support can waver. Yeah. And if it does enough... The Democrats are going to stay energized. Yeah. Don't underestimate the people that aren't it's hard empowered. To energize That's when what you're we already learned. Empowered to be like, you come out and vote for us. Well, I'll like, tell you what empowered. I think. You know, I'll tell you what I think. And this is a prediction we can put on the board too. I think that if there they, is actually no board for the record, there's going to be though. <laughs> Buy a board on your wall right now. I bought a studio. <laughs> Buy a board. Buy a board. I no. actually didn't. Frank gave me a studio. <laughs> so yeah. Let me so let me credit. Give no, I, credit I do have a prediction that if in 2018, if the if uh, Comey comes out, not Comey, um, Mueller comes out and says there was no collusion and there's nothing to it. I think you're going to see a red wave. I think you're going to see Democrats I, demoralized. I, I do you think as that's going to happen in 2008, though, because if you look at every other special investigation, it has taken usually four to six years to wrap up. I can't up. see what else he's got left to do. He's interviewed everyone he's going to He's money him. laundering, he's already, bro. Like, he was the Bannon told us yeah. to like, actually huh? uh, prosecute Bannon people. told us money laundering. Yeah, yeah but even then, you, there's only so much that you can... But if Kushner do. goes down, like that's a that is going to yeah. be a huge. Deal. I also think too, just to jump back, throw back to Steve Bannon real quick because I kept hearing conservatives, and I just did it jokingly. Um, conservatives all week were like, 
Democrats love Steve Bannon now. The racist white nationalists. Oh, they love Steve Bannon. They no, love like no. We love that Steve Bannon told us shit that we already knew. Right. And so now we can go, yeah, see, he does drink a lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> um, but The important issues. CNN live. Right. Breaking so, news. I, but I think you can have both thoughts at the same time. Like, yeah, Steve Bannon's a bad guy. We already saw that with Comey. We love Comey. I think that Hillary Clinton. Well, was like, like, I don't, like, I don't really like John McCain, but when John McCain's thumb played such an important role in yeah. healthcare, like, how can you not like smile? Caesar at McCain. That? Uh, one, one of my favorite <laughs> moments of 2017, just because of like the buildup. Yeah, it. it was pretty. Like, it was a pretty epic moment. From, like, Getting his brain operated on yeah. and being like, I love how all of this shit happens at midnight now too. It's just I like, know, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, man, they late really in the hours of the, the day. John McCain, like, well, the president's off. still up watching TV for another five hours. What so. the fuck is this? Where's my diet coke? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. That's know. That's my predict. Again, that, I, I can't make any predictions right now about. I think there's going to be a wave. I mean, I don't know about a wave, but I think they're going to they're going to take a Democrats, good number of seats. Yeah, again, Democrats are. Fighting the uphill battle, they're they're the ones who are the challenger in Republican. They are, but it's so areas. easy to stay energized when you have Trump. Yeah, but like I said, Republicans are energized now. We, I mean, we're watching 2, his five hundred tweets in a year. Yeah, his first year being president. Like I don't know how many of the breaks down to in a day. There's a lot of people a that lot. don't care about that though. There's a lot of people who look at it and just go, "All right, he's just saying something else stupid." The economy's doing good. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I see, still you know. see a lot of outrage on Twitter, and I mean, maybe I mean you my, do my, with my, that, my echo chamber. Yeah, but. Well, that's also megaphoned as well. I mean, that's not everyone who has an opinion is actually typing. It's yeah. The people who are like, "Yeah, okay," but I, I the North Korea button thing that got you know that like, got the, me. Every week, there's one thing that it didn't gets make a me lot lose my support though. I mean, no, but the the pot thing might. that pissed me off. Or any reaction, Jennifer, from the Pentagon to the president's tweet? Well, John, no official reaction from the defense secretary, but certainly there are concerns that the president's tweet ratchets up the mano a mano brinkmanship and could interfere with efforts by South Korea's president to engage North Korea in talks after Kim Jong-un opened the way for those talks with South Korea during his New Year's address ahead of the Olympics slated for next month. South Korea has proposed those talks be held in the border village of Panmunjom next Tuesday. In the past 24 hours, North Korea has resumed the hotline between the two countries, which had been dormant for nearly a year. There have been two calls made between North and South Korea. U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley delivered the administration's message to North Korea yesterday at the U.N. We won't take any of the talks seriously if they don't do something to ban all nuclear weapons in North Korea. We consider this to be a very reckless regime. We don't think we need a Band-Aid, and we don't think we need to smile and take a picture. China's foreign ministry responded to the president's tweet this morning. Currently, the situation on the peninsula is sensitive and complex. We hope all parties concerned can remain restrained. What is said should be conducive to alleviating the situation, and what is done should help the early resumption of dialogue. Protesters gathered in Pakistan's biggest city, chanting against the United States. They say their country has been insulted by US President Donald Trump. The reason? His first tweet of the new year was an attack on Pakistan. Trump said that the United States had foolishly given Pakistan billions of dollars in aid while being lied to in return. He added, they give safe haven to the terrorists we hunt in Afghanistan with little help, no more. On the streets of Karachi, that was seen as a betrayal. 
This statement of Trump is in fact an insult to Pakistan's role in his cooperation with America. This has always been the attitude of America. It leaves its friends after its task is accomplished. Pakistani Prime Minister Shahid Khan Abbasi chaired a security meeting in Islamabad in response. Officials defended Pakistan's role in fighting terrorism, and the U.S. ambassador has been summoned to explain Trump's comments. Pakistan is a longtime ally of the United States and has cooperated with the U.S. military. But Islamabad is also accused of allowing militants to operate freely along its border with Afghanistan. Trump says Pakistan can't have it both ways. Yeah, hi, Judy. Now, this is now the most serious internal crisis that Iran has seen in almost a decade. It started with protests against the economy, but it has morphed into this much bigger seven, eight-day series of demonstrations against the religious leadership, the regime, and critically, the supreme leader himself, Ayatollah Khamenei. It's unprecedented. The death toll now stands at 21, with over 1,000 arrested, and the U.S. has said they will consider more sanctions if the regime gets violent. We must not be silent. The people of Iran are crying out for freedom. The U.S. is also calling for an emergency U.N. meeting to discuss. This is a new wave of protesters, mainly under 25s, angry at the regime's corruption. And crucially, they come from the regime's rural, traditional strongholds. And many of them are also angry because the nuclear deal promised them sanctions relief and better quality of life. Instead, they have seen the Iranian government spend billions on Hezbollah, on Syrian wars abroad, and meddling in other countries. Now the government is responding, and they've been airing videos of counter-demonstrations across the country by tens of thousands of pro-regime supporters. But many analysts believe these crowds will have been bussed in specifically for the purpose. The regime has threatened to crack down with an iron fist, but so far they've been cautious. And at last we have heard from the Ayatollah Khamenei himself, who had remained very quiet up till now, and as ever, he blamed Iran's foreign enemies for this. All right, now let's get into the rest of the week. I guess a little bit more of an unconventional one, as this is Word. the first episode of 2018. Woo, um, so, year. but we'll go into the the North Korea tweet. Um, Donald, Donald Trump has Donald Trump has a habit to tweet. I don't know if anybody knows that or has heard that. Obviously, he has a habit. So we've got. Man, if I bought Twitter stock a year oh, ago, we've got three this week that involve foreign policy so i'll let you go ahead and start with that yeah so he tweeted uh, uh so this is the quote uh, north korea leader kim jong-un just stated that his nuclear button is on his desk at all times will someone from this depleted and food star regime please inform him that i too have a nuclear button and but it is much bigger and more powerful a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. Oh, <laughs> which I think shade. is. Uh, it, haven't their button just been improved in the last year? To, to <laughs> yeah. the fact that is that, that it actually a dick comparison? Is it that is. What we're nuclear doing dick now? comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten that he said his dick was big. Like, there's so much shit <laughs> going the, on. The yeah. primary. You know, the button's not really yeah. any bigger either. It's just it's his hands. Not. No, like it's so much. My button is so much redder than yours. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's a hands joke. It is. It is. Hashtag bullies. Orange and Cheetos. Food star regime. <laughs> he's gotten more elegant now that he has like 200 yeah. whatever characters and right. to me that this tweet of the three um is probably the most like the most concerning like yeah. to me i don't think that i don't think nuclear war is something to just be thrown around yeah like that well you need to see what kim jong-un said also so his original comment what did he say he was talking about it but he just said that you you know, the uh, Americans want to bully us into 
getting rid of the nukes or something like that, but just to say, I have a nuke button on my desk. I'm not saying that as a threat, it's just a fact. So that's what he said going into it. And I know that a lot of people are like, he's going back and forth, and it's like, no, they're both just kind of being like, hey, asshole. You don't, don't want to be at a point, though, do you, where your president is, like, comparable to Kim Jong-un? No, you don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a better way to have done it and to have handled it. I'm not actually could be the motto. They, they could use that as the yeah. motto for their campaign if they want to run again. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they could have done it better. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Kim Jong-un in any way, shape, or form is, wants to do it. I think that before, I think that Kim Jong-un and other previous administrations thought that maybe he could get a nuke off and that would be a way to bring people to the table because it would be kind of like a World War II, don't invade Poland, oh shit, he did, okay, fine, you can do whatever you want type of scenario. Now I, don't, I think that he knows Donald Trump wouldn't do that, that he is probably fucking crazy enough to nuke North Korea if North Korea nuked someone else. They've actually, I'm surprised with how, like, mature North Korea has acted in, in, the, I think in it's the because weirdest of that. sense. Of, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's weird to say mature in that sense, but... He knows what like he's that, doing. Now that he's got the nuke, he's, he's played it more like, I'm going to use this as a bargaining chip to get to the yeah. table. Where with before the I thought that he might actually and him like pushing to get in the I Olympics. actually think, though, yeah. that what we're seeing now, especially because, what did you say? You read something right before we came back mm-hmm. um, about... Uh, Trump saying that he uh, yeah, very much looks, looking forward to opening the dialogue with North Korea, and he hopes that the South Korean and North Korean talks come uh, yield a positive right, result. Which that comes like two days after North Korea and South Korea had talks for the first time in they two op- years. Yeah, they opened they, it up back up. That, have you seen a picture of the phone that they op- they opened up? <laughs> it look looks official? like a bat phone from the 60s. <laughs> yeah. one, one is green and one is red. So oh, I'm guessing like shit. if they're pissed at them, they pick up the red phone. <laughs> Are you <laughs> fucker? <laughs> yeah. Green means go. Let's do it. I didn't see the light. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, so, but I, I, think think I think that North, I think North Korea just brought themselves to the table. Yeah, they did, and I think that obviously now that they can nuke Saint I remember Louis, somebody. The time for war has passed. Oh, You're yeah. not going to get. It. <laughs> I think you've that got we should. Worried, so yeah, I'm, I think I'm we gonna... should have taken him out a long time ago before he had the capabilities of actually fighting back. Uh, yeah, but I remember you know, we've somebody... seen that with like Fidel Castro. It yeah. doesn't always work. It's easy to say take gotta, him out, but sometimes it's yeah. hard. You got to set up shop. Yeah, you can't. Just, well, yeah, you know. Assad. I mean, there's, you know, <laughs> right? Let's take him out. He's a bad guy. We all know that, but right. But we didn't do it. We just threw money and weapons at the rebels and tried to let them take him out, and then they failed. So. Did you see the CDC now as though uh, they're going to hold a public briefing on how to prepare for nuclear war? Yeah. So, really? like, it is, uh, yeah, it is, Again, like, somewhat, I think nuclear like, war. I and I don't know if this is just, like, the, the 50s people building b- bombshell bunkers when, yeah. you know, it turned out to be nothing. But it does seem like people are kind of freaking right. out. Like, we have, we have, like, the... I don't know. When, when Nancy Pelosi says the tax reform bill is Armageddon, I think people are kind of in a state of hysteria. <laughs> yeah, but I think almost that's everything also right that's the state of politics right now. It's just that every, it's fear yeah. fear tactics. They yeah. do it. The, Demo- or the Republicans did it for eight years, and now it's the Democrats' the, turn. The Republicans still do it. Both sides do it yeah. all the time. Throughout history, there is always that right. faction. There's the Steve Banning that getting you up saying, well, you're going to go to hell It's a human condition. Nothing motivates a human like fear nothing right. will get you off your ass more than fear right, right. unless you got my money in your pocket and you're gonna go vote yeah i guess money and <laughs> sex but fear is that you that's know right. it's easier <laughs> than buying votes that's right scaring them right so then he had he had a couple of other tweets uh this week uh it's true every week i know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um this one also foreign policy based this was on pakistan um he tweeted on January first, actually at six twelve a.m. I know this was a big deal because in the in the clip that I played, they, it was ta- 
that was inside on the streets of Pakistan. And, like, it, that was something that had been talked about was the fact that, like, it was the first tweet of the new year. Everybody in the world's, like, hung over. And <laughs> Donald Trump's, like... The, Fuck you, that Pakistan. Was a, that was an instant sober tweet. Just yeah. Everyone perked yeah. up. Um, the United States has foolishly given Pakistan more than $33 billion in aid over the last 15 years, and they've given us nothing but lies and deceit. Think of, thinking of our leaders as fools, they give safe haven to terrorists we hunt in Afghanistan with little to with little help. No more. Um, I agree with him on this one. I, yeah, it's... It's not that I don't agree with them. It's just like, is Twitter, like, it wouldn't policy be more effective? <laughs> I don't well, think so. I think, I think well, he end, is. I think when you end all your statements with an exclamation mark. <laughs> with, like, with, that's so true. Words. So There's, sad. So true. So, yeah. Not good. Or very unfair. Unfair. He types um, in mannerisms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, I, I totally agree with, with this. Here's the thing, though. They are, as far as, like, the po- to the policy point, like, they are talking. That came along with, like, Nikki Haley saying that they yeah. were going to halt. Some, some way are like that. Our money gets to them. Like it, the UN is a yeah, stopping ground, and they're gonna cut aid to Pakistan or whatever. Yeah. Um, Again, it sounds fine to me. Here's here's like the thing. I uh, I agree with the sentiment. Yeah. I agree with you though, Frank. That I think like there it. So where's the line, right? Because, like, we look... For what? We look the other... 15 of 19 hijackers in 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Where's Saudi Arabia? Oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but because they're financially important to us, we don't... We tend to look the other yeah. way when it's someone that we, we need We got a benefit, from. yeah. So even yeah. if... That, that's his reasoning behind it is that they're withholding information on terrorism, which is true. Which is but true. if they were it's giving us something because also... It's not like yeah. That's because if that was the be all end all of why we why we yeah. cut off aid, we it's should be cutting off aid not, much more. You yeah, know? they're also just not doing anything else yeah. for us. It, it's it's <laughs> hard to like. I understand why other countries hate us because they yeah. see that. Like I see that how hypocritical we yeah. can be, and yeah. it's easy to here's, see. Here's like, the oh, yeah, they hated us long before that. They've yeah, always hated yeah. us. They were just taking our money. Yeah, but here's <laughs> the thing that I think you have to kind of worry. I'm about. I'm taking money from people I hate. Exactly. I think something you have to worry about though is that you know how those governments talk to their people and how they lie to their people and how they control what they're able to see and what and how they think about western society so i think that when things like this happen when we cut aid now it's easy for us to sit over here and say they're using our money for bad shit they're using our money and they're funneling Mm -hmm. it into hezbollah and they're funneling it like using it for themselves not giving us anything in return but here's the thing like when you're the person on the street in a hut that's benefiting from that aid, or even if you aren't, but you think that you're benefiting right. and you're being fed that now America's cutting you off because they're blaming you for Osama bin Laden being here, which mm-hmm. I think we're right to do. He was like three feet away. <laughs> There's no way you didn't look there. So like, I, I totally so agree with the hiding in America, but I think, what, war, I think like, an unintended expected. consequence of the action could be that now you have to worry about more. Yeah. I think that's a, I don't, I don't like that position just because 
that's a Obama position where he was just like. Well, I'm not saying that you should act differently. Yeah. I'm saying that don't be surprised. It could be. It's called blowback. So there is. Yeah. Right. That, that's if a real somebody thing. gets run, if a sidewalk gets run down, like don't yeah. be surprised because people are pissed now. Right. I'm not saying change your action based on that because right. that's kind of the same idea as giving in, giving negotiating. In yeah. Like, well, just throw money to terrorism so well, that maybe I'm they not. Won't hate I'm us. not going to do that. I'm not going to say that, but. Don't be surprised now if you see an uptick right. over the next period of time, whatever. Right. So we'll see how, if that goes. I mean, terrorism we'll, is we'll see. on the decline since ISIS is finally. And you have another. Gone. You have another tweet, Middle East. I do for involved Iran for Iran. A little bit different tone on that tweet, right? So Iran uh, basically has had a lot of protests against uh, their government, um, which. As we saw the last time, whenever there was supposed Arab, uh, Arab Spring in Iran, the government's been shutting it down mm-hmm. and doing, uh, you know, really in- intense methods of doing that. So Donald Trump tweeted out, such respect for the people of Iran as they try to take back their corrupt government. You will see great support from the United States at the appropriate time. Agree with this one too. <laughs> like, uh, this has got to be one of those like, Cuban uh, like overthrow things. If the yeah. planes don't show up when he says we're gonna support them, yeah, that's that's the thing we'll though. Where it's like you can say like if you say on Twitter we'll support you, and then you yeah. can't get the legislation passed, you're gonna piss off people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if you see that this is the same thing we complained about with there, uh, that you specifically cl- complained about with like Obama. It it's nothing more being behind the people of Iran is nothing more than condemning the actions right. of somebody. Like it's nice to say. It is nice to say. Yeah. Okay. Nothing's like, gonna happen. It, it's of the it. same thing yeah. with Syria. Like, hey when, guys, when we that? support you. We support you. We're when not gonna team? help you. We're not gonna help you get whenever your houses are being destroyed and you're being forced out of your ancestral home. But we might take you in. Right. Aren't we the good guys? We still no, we won't. We still haven't helped. Wait, we won't take you in because you're on a ban list. Right. So, oh, Puerto Rico. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. No, but I, again, I I like the sentiment. It's nice. Uh, I don't think that the revolution is going to happen. It's, as, it's the, as nice as saying thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I mean, it's basically what it is. So <laughs> yeah. I agree with it. Yeah, I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna bash him for saying it because that's good. But I don't. Yeah, think I don't see that, why that would be like that controversial of a yeah. statement. No, like, not made, at all. And yeah. I I also agree with the sentiment on this tweet. Um, but I, I mean, it doesn't do much. So I mean, I agree with any well, person who is Iran's backing, you know, people standing yeah. up to a terrible regime. Yeah, look at go look right. at Iran in the fifties. Like it was a booming metropolis, and it looked super modern. And yeah, everything even the seventies. Yeah, like, there were there were like it was much more progressive. Women were damn pants. women well, they, they started banned, doing better in school. Yeah, that's what they Shut they banned women down. for going to college because they were graduating at higher rates than men, and they were like, "What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this." And they this isn't what we intended, right? So you yeah, asked Donald Trump, women are more likely to support men. You, know, you just got to get them on your side. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get them on your side. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know. I As far as Trump's tweets go, I wish the same thing that I will wish for his entire presidency. Like, tone it down a little bit. I don't mind these ones. These, these don't. No. But are we are we sure he wrote these and his lawyer didn't write them? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. According to that book, they're saying Trump writes one hundred percent writes everyone. Well, I love that there's only one in question. It was the one that people were like, "That's proof of treason." His lawyer like, "Oh, I wrote oh, that shit, one. I didn't write that one. <laughs> How convenient." <laughs> It's By the way, did I? Did you guys know I grabbed the pussies? <laughs> <laughs> just, just want to make that known. Okay, I don't know. Did anybody else hear that he was privately claiming that tape was doctored or manipulated? Yeah, uh, recently. Yeah, because Billy think, Bush came out and was it, like, yeah, no, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, <laughs> there was like four people in the room. I yeah. we have witnesses. I, think I was there. I think it's more of him being scared about the repercussions the post Weinstein thing is going to have. 
Because like, it will. He it has like 42 accusers. Will. He, is, he is like a Bill Cosby amount. Now, I know that and they, I'm not they... buying into that whole like Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity bullshit. Like, did you know, Lo- uh, not Loretta Lynch. Um, <laughs> fuck. What's, what is the name the of that... the, of, um, oh, now I can't think of both of them. Yeah. Um, Riveting. <laughs> yes, this is good Riveting radio. Content. Um, but the the lawyer who was involved was like yeah. offering women like money to come forward. To come forward. Like, to me, like that. I'm not buying that. that that's also to me, I totally that's, buy that. To me, that spin well, though. Yeah, like, be, yeah, every totally so you're telling yeah, exactly. me, are, are, did you get hurt in this cause? Right, class call action us. lawsuit. Right, They're looking for customers. You're exactly. telling me that nobody, that no other news organization or lawyer has ever paid for a story exactly. or a case. It's only illegal yeah. if you're like, hey. We'll pay you to say this. Yeah, <laughs> then it becomes. But not, it's perfectly. Do you legal have something to say? To say like, we'll pay hey, you. if you if this happened to you, I can get you money. Yeah, exactly. Right. They yeah. always do that. I mean, that's, yeah. And as we've seen with a lot of people, like they do get money. That's the number one right. thing that it happens. They I just, I off. just keep seeing that. But I do think that that number, that forty, those forty-two accusers, that's going to come back. And I think it's actually smart that it's not being talked about now. It, it's right, a good you don't play. Want to fatigue it. Right. It's a good play by the Democrats for not bringing it up. I and guarantee you, they're researching it though. They are compiling. Oh, yeah. It's the, the hell reason out of it. Roy Moore and that fact, like the whole Me Too movement and the way that Donald Trump will play into it or does play into it is the like I think it's the reason that they're not saying anything about it right now I think they're very smart for not saying anything about it now and I also think it's the reason that people like Conyers and Franken are gone because they, they want that transparency of look we don't tolerate in our own right game. well and they, can, we saw they were trying to get Franken back in yes yeah, which was <laughs> so fucking dumb yeah. that was you know, so dumb and there's and still I was, a yeah, lot like, of support I've, for him because I've read Franken's books I actually kind of liked him I oh, thought it was kind of funny but like the moment that came out, I was like, "Yeah, fuck him!" <laughs> like that's like I'm not standing behind someone who like right. obviously from the photos is like groping a woman who's sleeping. Yeah. You know, yeah, he needs to well, be fired. But I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be a big thing in 2020. I I really do. I think that they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, look at all these people that got held accountable for their shit," right. and we've and got 42 this. women on a list right here. All well, didn't with- Al Franken try to play that card of like I don't know why I'm being pushed out <laughs> yeah, when Trump is yeah. yeah. president, which I, which I thought was a bad play when he did it because oh just yeah, gave, that was it just gave people. It was almost admitting to it. It was like right. I know I'm bad, but he's worse. But he it was true. like it was like coming out to do the right thing, but then like I'm gonna take a few blows. Like I'm gonna like right. land he, a like, few what blows. Was it, the Kevin Spacey thing. Like I did. It, I apologize. Also, I'm gay, so that absolves me. <laughs> like <laughs> right. no, dude, not at all. Well, even look at Harvey Weinstein when he came out. He was like, uh, it was all consensual. I'm gonna fight Trump. I, what, <laughs> was he like, also, what was he, what did he also say? Like I'm, I'm from a different time in the yeah, 70s. It was time. like they, like that excuse. When they all jerked off into plans to slap your secretary. Yeah. His ass. Sorry, gentlemen. Newsflash. Right. The equal rights amendment was floated in the 70s. I, I know bullshit, this was a thing. That right. bullshit argument. Don't fight with older generations. It's a lo- it, it's a locker room talk. They, they were from yeah. a different time. Yeah, when racism was still wrong. Yeah. I don't care, Nana. I'm calling you out. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think there we'll go into summing up 2017. For, yeah. for each of us. Do you remember when they were talking about, like, 2016, what the worst year ever, goodbye? Oh, my God. If only they'd have known. <laughs> just like, we'll just wait for it. Again, I thought that was a great year. I know Democrats and Republicans have a very different I thought it opinion. was a great year to produce content for this show. Yeah. Because it made it easy. It definitely was. But it, I still see Democrats are like, ah, 
Look how much worse off the everything is. Been, I'm like, you're not paying attention because everything's great. Right way now. More I, not everything's Hillary great. Clinton. It's pretty that's, damn that's, close. That's, that's no. <laughs> if for, for for you, everything. Might I be can't great. think of anything that's really worse. I mean, what's actually gotten worse? That our government isn't functioning. It like, seems to be doing its job. It, it passed one they piece of legislation. One piece of legislation. No, they, they passed oh, more than just that. That's just the big, big piece of legislation. It was well, just big yeah. news that they didn't pass Obamacare. They've been doing other stuff, and the House has been pumping out bills left and right. I've They've seen, done everything. It's just I've the seen Senate them fail on a lot of things, and yeah. I and I think the, the the amount of firings alone is is well, that's an administration thing. Again, that's not well, yeah, but that's, it's unprecedented to lose this many people this yeah. soon. Yeah, I think... Again, it goes back to what's the country doing. I mean, I just see that his administration, you could argue, is goofy, because it is. Yeah. But is the country worse off? No. <laughs> like, I think, I think you'll see. I think a year's a little soon. Like, it take, these things take yeah. time to play but out. But if that's what we're doing, effect. I mean, again, we're, we're summing up the year, and we're looking at it, and that's what they're doing, too, is saying, this has been the worst year I mean, I honestly don't know if this like, has been the worst uh, year. Uh, It'll uh, be, like, 10 years before we're able to decide I don't, what this yeah. year lends to. I don't think that we... I don't think it's been the worst year. But I think I, this, I, this year's just a build-up to something. Yeah. Whether good or bad, I don't know, but it's got me worried, because it I feels like a... <laughs> It yeah, feels like an EDM song right before the drop happened. <laughs> I don't know. I think that 2017 was definitely an interesting year. It was it was a great year to start the show. Right. Um, I'm glad Hillary Clinton did not win because I <laughs> Me it, too. this would not have been as fun. I don't think um, it would have been as good either. But we but Although I was in her book she did talk about her first what she would have done immediately was uh, infrastructure, and that's something I want to see happen. And we, so, we yes. even talked about that. Yes. The, I, you guys talked about that, like yeah. the first episode that should have been yeah, Trump's like, number one. Should have been what he wanted. I think to which, do. if he does, like I can see that's that a, being that's a legislative the first thing win this year. This year, he said that the first thing they're going to do is infrastructure, and they want to do. I don't it see like wouldn't that help the economy anyway? You're giving a bunch of money yeah. to construction crews to fix up bridges and, and construction stuff. Is at a that's going to be a booming high. industry. That's yeah. a low wage jobs that are going to suddenly become like dude. It's going to be insane if you could define 2017. Bernie Sanders been talking about it for but yeah. he's a we're, we're like almost to an i am legend point with the our bridge state in this <laughs> if, country if time to fix shit. if you could yeah. define 2017 in one word or phrase growth what growth growth yeah kofefi <laughs> that sums it just kind of like bewilderment we still don't know what it means <laughs> but it's there friend of the show Dan who is literally <laughs> he's like, been here we promise he's well he's talked <laughs> well you know what it's kind of bullshit that you're just gonna edit out all my racy comments <laughs> <laughs> so don't listen now we're gonna to edit in racist comments <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you sum up 2017 in a word uh, or phrase Star Wars The Last Jedi yeah <laughs> Yes, I, I would say all those words together. I would say, <laughs> I would say culture wars. Yeah, that's not that's one not word that. either. You're breaking your own. Rules. It's a phrase. <laughs> you said words. What's the phraseology here? <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say culture wars was the biggest yeah. thing to come from 2017. Yeah. The two sides do not like each other. It started in 2016. Must well, started before uh, that. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the Tea Party, you know. Yeah, Tea Party. Alone. Take our country back. Uh, yeah, but we're I don't. We're seeing the left Tea Party even, now, which I don't know. Right what we're now, the pussy it. hats are running around. Take pussy, our country back. Pussy hats is the name <laughs> for it. They now. weren't pussy, pussy hats. hats. <laughs> they were dick hats. Like <laughs> <laughs> you always say that <laughs> they are pussy hats. That's the the That would just be confusing. Like people, what the hell is on that hat? We should go back and 
figure out amongst Shoot other goofy things that Mitch incorrectly says all the time. He says they... J in, he says James Comey in place of in place of Bob <laughs> Mueller like almost every time. And then when we start talking about that, he's like, "You were not even talking about that investigation. Well, you didn't say the right fucker's name." Just to prove that one because I'm pretty sure I said the right. One. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it's so, definitely pussy hat. It's definitely not dick pussy, hat. Pussy hat. I don't. I don't think so. It definitely. I is. remember dildos on college campuses everywhere. That was the, that was one. But the that feminist, was for guns, wasn't it? Yeah, like the, the feminist yeah. hats is the pussy hats. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, was that from? the women's march yeah that's the pink okay. hat okay and then a bunch of world leaders started wearing pussies on their head and it was weird yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little <laughs> like black mirror couldn't predict that yeah <laughs> so well i think that's a good way to end we, gonna, the, we weren't even gonna do uh, our, our favorite stories but yeah, yeah we still gotta talk about 2018 predictions oh well fine oh, yeah. fuck it predictions. Well, yeah, dude. Let's, keep, let's keep fucking going then yeah. this podcast there's no rules so. that's right for our best story for 2017 the year, we're going a little long. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But I, I think like we had a good length. Yeah, we're but not even close to a little long for yeah, not even us. close for to us. a little bit long. You guys have rambled on alone a lot longer. <laughs> it's like yeah. three hours. No, I think my favorite story of 2017 was, or the fa- my favorite thing that happened, I guess, was pulling out of the Paris Climate Accords. That made me very, very happy. Uh, it made me very discouraged hearing everyone talk about it online because I was just like that's all wrong it's such a Darth Vader thing to like oh yes (laughs) no it's so good I know what you mean because you express your point but just to say it like that I love that planet fuck the environment (laughs) (laughs) right such a money burns like excellent (laughs) (laughs) right it was again it was discouraging to see everyone talk about it online because I was just like that's not right like you no mm, no but uh, in terms of things that I wanted to see happen and did happen that and TTP, but that happened immediately, so there wasn't a lot of... Uh, I totally forgot about so much. But that was a very good thing to have happen as well. That was awesome. Um, but again, I think that uh, Climate Accords was my favorite thing. It kind of edges out over everything else. My favorite so far, and I brought it up to you, was that we might have discovered alien life. I don't know. <laughs> Pentagon apparently has been like given Aliens. $22 million for the last 10 years to search for alien life. And there's been, I don't know if it was the Freedom of Information Act request, but they've released a lot of footage <laughs> of uh, Air Force pilots encountering UFOs. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's and tons and tons. There's, Elon Musk there's a lot of them around. that just came out. And apparently someone's compiling a book where they're interviewing all these people. I think, was it Orrin Hatch who was behind this? Maybe. Or I believe, and he, someone like kind of influential came out and said that this convinced him that there's undoubtedly aliens visiting this planet. I think there is undoubtedly aliens. I don't know about visiting the planet. I, I think it's hilarious, <laughs> though. And they, they claimed it ended in 2012, and then someone know. came Have out the other day Kushner? and claimed it's still going. <laughs> Maybe. Favorite yeah. sport? But I, just, I made the comment, like, please. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god, do we Favorite still have cream? those? Do you still have those? No. I can't wait oh, if aliens land. I would release those with a TDAP sticker on them <laughs> <laughs> so fast. Favorite food? Potato. My my <laughs> prediction, aliens will land and then Trump is going to get into like an altercation calling them like green-headed fucker, googly-eyed fuckers or something. <laughs> They're like, take, you know? me, take me to your leader. Would you settle for somebody less? <laughs> would you come back in four years? <laughs> right. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, just so that the audience is in on that little inside conversation there. We mm-hmm. had... Uh, I started a series of memes during the election. Jared Kushner memes. That, because Jared Kushner looks to, like he is the most boring fucker in, on right. the face of the planet. <laughs> when he and dresses it, down, it's like a 
I think polo. When the first time <laughs> wasn't it the first time he testified that we had like a whole segment on like it. I didn't know he talked. Yeah. Right? And then he John did it behind closed fucking doors. Yeah. And no one, or no, he did say something. Yeah, because, well, John Oliver's made this joke for a while putting Gilbert Godfrey's voice. No one knows what he sounds like. He's not been recorded talking yet. It's so um, funny. Yeah, so we had, we had basically an ongoing... Oh my god! There was probably like fifty memes of <laughs> why a lot saved in my phone. Why Jared Kushner was the boring, the most boring person. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite sport? Yes. You got Favorite movie? <laughs> Books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh man! Yeah, if you've got those, we should put those up on yeah. the. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll make those, those the background fun. for a while. Sure. <laughs> so. My so I, this, I have a weird answer for my favorite story of the year um, because it wasn't a good story, but I but I was glad that I got to take part in the Stockley protest. Yeah. Um, I was it's glad they didn't vote to defund the cops. Yeah, yeah. What there was, uh, if you remember though, there was a little bit of that was like a bittersweet loss because like they didn't come out and they didn't vote to defund the the cops, but by passing that prop P in St. Louis, they funded the special counsel to, oh, to, to look into to it. Look okay. into yeah. It was like a rider on the bill. So even if they won, they lost. It was right. kind of like a way to ensure. There you go. And they, um, oh, what was it? They, they actually got more money than they asked for. Um, yeah. I think the, whoever it was, the board of whoever, um, alderman or wh- however it got on state legislature, right. whatever. They asked for like 1.2 million, and I think they got like 1.5 or 1.8 or something. So they got more than what they wanted to to set up a special council. And like for me, it was just it was it was cool to be in that. Like it, yeah. I would have rather it had been a different circumstance, but like to actually be on the ground there was something that was new to me and was was very cool it was very interesting we never, yeah we never get to be in the national spotlight like that it's, yeah. it's interesting to see it unfold in your back your backyard and then and see it things retweeted on the news. right yeah and to know that i got better content than half of the fucking news station he <laughs> 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 so, got so. sniper rifles pointed at it that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. was fun yeah uh, I was like, oh, that's a guy with a sniper it was Let's definitely those were definitely some interesting weeks so that that was at least as far as from a from a content perspective that was that was my favorite story that Word. we did. Not my favorite thing that happened in 2017. You got one? Um, I don't know. I think this North Korea stuff, yeah. like, I think that's kind of uh, a big deal. That was yeah. what you know? Obama said going into it. He's like, they said, what's the one thing that Trump is going to have to deal with? And yeah, like, and North he Korea. said... Like, there's no way around it. That's what he's going to have to yeah. deal with. And you remember he started the year by being like, that guy's got it rough. We should just <laughs> pat him on the back and massage his little shoulders. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, man? Actually, if we're getting off topic, my least favorite news of the year was that uh, John Dunsworth died. Who's uh, Mr. Leahy. That still no, burns, man. I know. That's still... <laughs> Rest in peace, the liquor. Yeah. <laughs> he's in shit heaven right now. Yeah. <laughs> Watching over us like a shithawk. <laughs> Charles Manson died too. That's, yeah, that's uh, probably one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Probably a good moment on the year, though. Word, so, word, word. You know, there and you go. Everyone loves the mooch. I mean, that was the gift. Oh just my he writes a book. Actually, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm changing I'm it. That's that. my favorite story of the year. Yeah, <laughs> Steve Bannon <laughs> can suck his own cock. 36 hours of bliss. 
The mooch. I still periodically go back and reread that rant because it's the greatest thing put to paper. Like, that deserves a Pulitzer, right. in my opinion. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. So funny. The mooch. If I'm awesome, I might give you, like, a New Year's present and just put, a, couple, put a few alternative facts on from <laughs> over the There year. was uh, rumors that the mooch was, like, tell, telling people Trump wants him back. He wants me back, guys. And then, but he shot them down. He said they were just rumors. But the, yeah. I've read a couple of credible reports being like, no, he's trying to get back in the White House. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, that's that's. What do you think about uh, 2018 predictions? I think I year? think we're going to see them take at least like 14 seats come November. What I don't Democrats? Know. Yeah. Oh no way! I, I mean, how many are up? Twenty? I don't something. I don't know. It is. 20 I think something. I think about half. But, I'd say about 14 yeah. are going to be. But the Democrats are defending taken. more too than the Republicans are. Yeah. Um, I expect a couple Democrats will probably lose. A predict a prediction for local. I think weed's I, gonna weed win big in 2018. Weed? Yeah, I think with California, I think they're gonna. This is gonna be maybe. I I don't so know. So as the Democratic Party is on the defensive in 2018, as they are left defending 25 seats, two of which are held by independents, while only eight seats are up for election in 2018 that are held by Republican incumbents. Oh, they're only up, they're only doing eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think altogether they'll. I think it was gonna be an uphill battle for. Yeah. Them. Is yeah. that? Is that – that's not all together, though. That's Congress. So that's putting in the House and the Senate. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was more. Hmm. I, I think – No, because the House, uh, House does it every two years. But I don't know – every two years the House votes, but I don't know how many people are, are up, up for, for real. Yeah. yeah, up for re-election yeah. every two years. I don't know. Oh. I think that Claire McCaskill will win. Her seat in Missouri. That on the board. Think so? I, I, I will put that on the. Board. I don't know. I'm saying I'm. I'm fifty. I'm split on that. There's, I'm on the fence of her actually voting for. I, th- it. I think she's too. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I think yeah. she's too smart, and that's why. Yeah. You, Mitch has not ever said a nice thing about her on the show, and neither have I. I don't right. like Claire McCaskill. Well, she kind of won she, me she over in the past s- couple months because she's been doing a ton of town halls, and also just hearing her like when she debated the tax, uh, the tax plan. Again, I'm a big. I'm a big supporter of the tax plan, but there are bad things in it, just like there's bad things in every bill. Yeah. And I was watching the coverage on C-SPAN, and she called out this one loophole for uh, colleges where basically if they turned down giving their yeah. students um, uh, aid, then they would be able to write off um, donations or something like that. And she, she brought up Betty DeVos. She was like, so this school is run by Betty DeVos. Guess who the number one donor was for the school? Betty DeVos. So if you do that, a, you're taking away federal money for the students that need it the most. So you're basically shoving all the poor people out of your school, and then you get to donate to yourself and pay your write it off. Yeah, which <laughs> like, is the, the, the you know it like, was all bad. Like I was yeah. like, oh shit. <laughs> she makes she does make good points. I'm yeah. interested. I know they're they're she's gonna face a really nasty battle though this year because they're already more money pouring like Josh, in. Josh was it Hartley? Hart- yeah, for the Republican. Josh Hawley. Um, Hawley. Yeah, but he was he was endorsed by Bannon, so there's no. Yeah, we'll, see. <laughs> well, Bannon was just endorsing all the the conservatives, but I think Bannon endorses everyone, and when they win, he just points to that as like, look, I can make I can make an I can election. I don't even know how he has enough time between trying to all suck his own cack now. all the time. He's gonna be doing that for the next <laughs> couple months because he ain't doing anything else. I don't know. We'll see. I still think that that's going we'll to. That the it's never good when this that's the story. Yeah, like when you're not talking about taxes, when you're not talking about whatever, when you're not moving forward into infrastructure right. and shit. When this is what we're focused on. Um, I also we, think here's a prediction for 2018. I think that Donald Trump Jr. and Jerry Kushner will be indicted, and I think that's when you might start seeing some shit get yeah. weird. I don't because know because Donald be Trump has proven, especially with this new 
Bannon thing that like he's going to fight. He's going to stand by his family no matter right. what. So if they can catch them on some shit, right. them well, on some shit, I could on... see I'd like here. This is a huge fuck hypothetical. I don't this is, highway. Here we go. This is not <laughs> my prediction, but I could see that if they got them with something, him resigning to keep them out of trouble. Yeah. Like I, I think I, get, I think I that's that Donald Trump's Resigning personality. I almost see because if, if any Mike if, Pence pardons them immediately afterwards. Yeah, or if there's any whiff of well, impeachment, if they, I see him. I think him if stepping they get down. him, they're gonna go the New York route. Yeah. They're gonna find a state because you can't pardon a yeah. state charge. So states' rights, states' rights. It's gonna be what bite, bites them in the ass, guys. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. Again, I don't think they're gonna get anything. Take our weed away again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've been through. At least if that's what they're looking at is the Jared, uh, Jared Kushner, Donald Trump Jr. meeting with that. We don't one. know what they're looking at, and they're looking at everything. But that's what they're so, saying. They're if they at. if they fucking catch them in like tax evasion or some yeah. shit, I, I think anything that. that could hurt Donald Trump Jr. or Jared Kushner She's or Eric be. Trump or Ivanka Trump. Or Melania Trump. Donald Trump it has the type of personality where his family is so important to him that that would be more important than the job. Right. And he wouldn't, like, that would be where he threw in the towel and was like, look, I don't want, I don't want to do it. I don't want my See, son in jail. I don't know. I think jail. he's much too much of a narcissist. I don't. I think he would throw family members under the bus. I don't think so. I don't think he's so. Not, he's, I mean, historically, he hasn't even been around very much as a father. Like, But yeah, you've but seen still. it play out. Every time they get attacked, it's the, the he number. He is their the number yeah. one defense. He's like well, I think that's almost like army. more him defending himself. Yeah. That's why he broke away. Yeah, that's why he broke away from Bannon was because Bannon and Kushner fucking hated yeah, each other. Yeah, right. well, yeah, and I and think he, he'll and take he was side, lobbying think... Ivanka Trump. And yeah, that's true. And first, I don't understand why Democrats hate Ivanka Trump as much as they do because they fucking hate her, and I don't get it. She's, she's a, a character Democrat. on Sex in the City. That's why they hate her <laughs> yeah. because she's a New super York socialite and, that yeah. does, that they don't think they uh, think she's out same of reason touch. people dislike despise Clinton. She doesn't seem real. Yeah, she right. seems manufactured for something she's yeah. trying to accomplish. Plus, I don't know. I don't give a fuck how much you want to read into this or not. Like. America's Zero. sexist. So, like, there's a little <laughs> bit of that at play. Like, you should not like Hillary Democratic Clinton. Women, I Nobody think... should not like Hillary Clinton as much as she was not liked. I don't like, know about that. But you, I, I just agree, like, I she had one. reasons to not like her, but to say that sexism played a part, I think, is pretty obvious. I, right. I think that it's way, way overblown. At, yes, I don't think I agree is. with yeah. you there too. I don't think it is. I think that there are. I think, I think the fact that we had a black mm-hmm. president before we had a woman president is pretty telling that we're able to forgive racism before sexism. No, in this I mean country. That, that's always been the, the case. Women fought hard for uh, African American rights, and then when it, they were hoping to get it in return, and African American males did not vote for the suffrage acts or anything like that. It, that's or the just, Equal Rights Amendment, which yeah. still hasn't been ratified. Yeah, that's the way. I, mean, I understand, but that's goes. what I'm saying. I think sexism is more ingrained and actually affects more people because it affects what 51 percent of the population. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, with and it's something we see in every America. culture in every country. I think sexism yes. is. I think know. sexism. There's a blurrier line on what is sexist than there is on right. like something like what is racist. Like you can you know what racism is because you can put a color to it. Right. Sexism. Well, I don't know well sexism is a little more biological too because you get people who argue that. Women and men are different because they they evolve different, and there's more, you know. Well, they're different because they're physically different. There's really no difference between races. <laughs> like, everyone's the, you know, beneath skin color, everyone's the same. But there is a difference right. biologically between male and female. Yes, there is. Yeah, so I think that's where you get a lot of more people who are more uh, adamant about not being a feminist, which I think yeah. is, I think everyone. So I think be that, feminist, but that but brings us yeah. to the biggest I know question. We'll argue about that yeah. forever. Yeah. That brings us to the biggest question of 2018. Then is it cool to punch a chick that punches you? <laughs> 
Equality. Only only if she's a Nazi, as we've seen. What if she identifies as a male? You don't know that. Did you ask? Well, just look at MMA. All of the transgender are, are running the female division because... They identify as a woman, and they're allowed to come in, and they're with dominating. You all the transgender, I'm sorry, <laughs> all the transgender fighters are dominating in the in the female, uh, yeah, all the different weight classes. Because I think it's an interesting men. question. We'll have to like ask as, as a like nation eventually of like if you identify as something, does that give you the right to use the like facilities or you right. know? I identify it's a big as rich. Right now because that's <laughs> yeah, Give me and I have no answers to it. I just I think it's a question we need to ask and have like a national debate about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure we will. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, 2018. My predictions are going to be uh, my solid prediction. Blue way, blue way. No, <laughs> no. I'm going to have a solid prediction that infrastructure is passed and it is bipartisan. I think that is going to happen. I think that um, something a little more shaky that I don't think will pass but I'm not 100% on it, is entitlement reform. I know Paul Ryan's going for it. I don't think that's going to pass. Yeah, I think yeah. you'll see way too much blowback from yeah, I, I Democrats. Think so. I think now, the, again, it'll infrastructure be, well, it'll is hard be to the, fight against because it's because something Democrats they've been, have been shouting about. Because Democrats have been fighting for it. For the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll, be it'll be the same I also think that it'll really too. fuck Democrats up if they don't vote no, for but it. No, but if, but if an infrastructure bill passes, I don't know if it's going to help Republicans. I mean, it'll help them, it'll but help both, I think. they can't claim. Yeah, it'll help both parties. Yeah, because I think it's going to be hard for, if it is done bipartisanly, I think it's hard for Democrats to be like, see, we yeah. did it. But I think that would be the next step in improving the economy. It's like, okay, the economy is going well, good. Again, Let's give construction crews a lower. They're at a 13-year yeah. high. My, the field I'm in does a lot of construction. That Those dudes are booming. Yeah. Like, it is insane. And isn't that kind of what got us out of the Great Depression in the 30s was, yeah. you know, giving money to people to, you know, dig highways yeah. and, you know. Well, the war really the, is the, the FDR, one that did Yeah, it, the FDR approach. Yeah. Well, it yeah, wasn't but, doing enough. Yeah, but FDR did get people back working a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he did. So... I think that, again, I think infrastructure, definitely. I think um, the entitlements, maybe. And, then, and I think we're going to see Mueller come out and say no indictment for Trump. My prediction is we don't hear anything concretely. I think by, like, at least September. I think by September, yeah. I think we're going to hear something. Yeah. I think we'll hear no. more, but I don't think it's going to Definitely not by up. September. I think, I think they're going to no. think about that. Maybe a yeah. month and a half before the election. I think oh, that they're well, going to have to. He'll pull a Comey yeah. nine days before the election. I think I really do. I think he's going to come out and say something along the lines. He's going to have enough pressure to say, if you haven't found any collusion, you need to say something. And I think he's going to say something to the effect of, we haven't found any collusion, but we are looking at other crimes. I mean, but you and look that, at Whitewater. That they didn't, they couldn't yeah. pressure them to not investigate it for four years until yeah. they found we'll, something. We'll see, to get but we know we know there's going to be. They one just uh, first. What's so. his name? Um, Lindsey Graham and another senator just. Uh, referred Steele, the guy who did the dossier, to the FBI and the Department of Justice to investigate yeah, him. Yeah, and I'll be interested. That's my – I don't know where that's going to come in, but I'm yeah. interested to see what happens with the Steele dossier. Yeah. That's kind of where this all started. In reality, Winner, who I know they're <laughs> – She's gone, of, man. Like, She's locked up. Well, I know, but they're kind of denying her a trial in a weird way. Like, it's kind of fucked up. Is doing, it? Well, yeah. she, that's crazy. Basically was did that, treason. Was that episode one? She also one? has a Pikachu blanket. I don't know why they felt the need to report that. But <laughs> Was that episode one that we talked about, reality Winner? No, uh, I know we talked about uh, – uh, That didn't happen until like That was a Chelsea Manning we talked about in the first yeah. Oh, you're right. It didn't happen for like two or three months after Trump got elected. Yeah, she was like, I'm a cute it. girl. They're not going to do anything. There were rumors about Russia, but she gave us concrete evidence. Yeah. I don't know about that. They, well, she gave us evidence <laughs> that's, that that's what they believe. Right. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't know about that, said every Trump supporter. She said <laughs> anyone who looked at the evidence and said, yeah, you can't come to that conclusion. Said, but that's yeah. Fine. Just 
Yeah, never mind the intelligence <laughs> intelligence agencies. Again, the servers. You have to have the actual servers. Right, right, if you right. don't we have the actual servers. Okay, okay, but you, you can listen back to episode that, 1 through 15 yeah. for that argument. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good place to end 2017. Jump yeah, well, into it's, not, it's 2018, bro. Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to end the show. <laughs> so um, in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing our one-year anniversary show. So I'm excited about that one. Um, kind of plan to look back at some of our favorite stories that we did cover. Um, and we'll have – I'll probably – that's probably when I'll throw some extra fun alternative facts at you and shit like that. <laughs> um, remember to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at TDAP 2017, we're not going to update that every year. So just remember what year we were, what year our inception was. Um, and new episodes are out. New episodes are available weekly on iTunes and Google Play. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, when we don't have the flu for a month and shit that's, happens. That's weekly in quotation marks. <laughs> right. Um, that That is it the It will plan. come out a week on a week. So. <laughs> it will come out some week. You will have new content. So, anyway, like, share, subscribe to our shit. Um, buy our make bumper stickers and put yeah. them on your car. Sending criticism of Mitch through Twitter. We make shirts <laughs> for yourself that you say TDAP will. and walk around in them. I'm gonna create so many fake Twitter accounts and troll you. <laughs> send us money. Do that. Yeah, send money. What? <laughs> this send is gonna be money. the new. This is the new outro, right? Like, I'm just gonna demand things. <laughs> I need pizza money. next week, guys. <laughs> Smash that like button. Smash it. Smash it hard. All right. Thing. Cool. Here it is. Your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. Judge Moore has also said uh, that he doesn't think uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what? But, under what provision of the Constitution? Because you have to swear on the Bible. You, when you you when you are before, I had to do it. I'm an elected official, three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to swear on a Christian Bible. You can swear on anything, really. I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. Oh, no, you can swear I swore on, a, on the Bible. Can, I've done can, it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. You, you don't know that? All right, Ted Crockett. With I the don't board. know. I, I know that uh, Donald Trump did it when he when we made him president because he's Christian and he picked it. That's what he wanted to. That's what he wanted to swear in on.